another week another episode of generation x gaming a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week and we rant along the way i'm your host 30 and still gaming and joining me each and every single week is my co-host sergeant mccluskey what's going on bro solo i want to see solo when the podcast is over you're gonna go see solo solo uh, listen i i really don't want to but i figure you're a star wars fan i, I can't I, know. I can't i can't talk shit about it unless i go see it right right but at the same time yeah, no, I get, I, I, Listen, I get what you're saying. Uh, basically, you're saying. basically, I'm relying on Ron Howard to save my childhood. Even, even if this movie... We're just jumping right into ranting. Uh, even if this movie is a, a hit, right? Like, it's smashing. It's like it's, 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 There's still too much hate around everything. Right. It doesn't matter what happens. It could be the best movie, best Star Wars movie, hands down. One, it's a separate movie, standalone. So it's not part of that... That trilogy and or the infinite and, and and knowledge. What, what, what's that word again? Uh, the the not trilogy. What's the longer one? Anthology. Anthology. Yes, Thank. Yeah. My brain was like, it's like what is it? Um, so I don't know. It doesn't matter what it does. He could be the best actor in the world. Everyone's like, well, Kathleen Kennedy, man, she's just a feminist. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't matter what what happens. So there's that. So I hope it's good. I'm I'm like I I want it to be good. This I want to be. The, I want to be wrong that he's a. He's not a bad <clears throat> casting for Han Solo. I, I just. I just don't. I, I'm. I'm trying to stay away from all the the, the SAW bullshit and everything else. But the the issue is this: Star Wars shouldn't have any political agendas in the movie or around the movie. No, because period. it's a galaxy it's far, Star far away. Wars. Right. It's, it's right. a galaxy far, the far fact, away. The fact that they put in the slavery thing with the war profiteering thing in in like the last Jedi, I'm like. What, what were you doing? Yeah. Like, what balls do you have to put political agenda they, in a Star Wars They movie? have to, right? Because they want, because it's in a galaxy far, far away. And as human beings on planet Earth, we have to feel emotionally attached to people and, and, and go, oh, yes. well, they have slavery on this planet. So yes, I, I get it. It's stupid. It's stupid. But, yeah, but, the, but, the, but the reason for that. Is is the reason why everyone hates on is yeah, hating on it well, now? It's because you're supposed to keep it like I don't, don't want to say kid friendly, but like it's supposed to be like in a space adventure type of thing. You're not supposed to try to introduce all this other political bullshit into the right. movie. It's supposed to be go to the movies, have a blast, right? Have fun watching your childhood. And right? go, you go, yes. oh, more lore. I like it. Not oh, profiteer it's and just slave. Horrible. Uh, horrible. Depressed. Uh, let me go back to my real world. Oh wait, it's exactly the same, right? So everyone in the universe. Listen, is exactly they're trying. The listen, same. they're trying really hard to to promote this thing really well, and then the other side, the television promotes it, and everything I see online, everyone is, is, is shitting on. It. I I like, thought it just, already came out. Just full dumping, like full <laughs> dump. <laughs> I honest like, to God, 
I thought it already came out because people were talking about it like two weeks ago. And I was like, oh, it's coming out. It's coming out. It came out May 10th, yeah. premiere. The yeah, premiere came out May 10th. It, yeah, but they're talking about it like a million people already saw it. Yeah, yeah, yeah And they're what, dumping on that's it. That's what I'm saying. So it came out May 10th as a premiere. It showed, I think, in Paris. And I think it showed in Hollywood, right? That was it. It only showed in two places, right? Since then, it's it's been so, like, undertone, like, quiet. I'm like, oh, well, I guess, I guess that was it. Right, like that's that's it. Here comes Star Wars. Here comes Solo. Solo's the best. Look at this. And then all of a sudden, the last ten days, I'm like, I haven't heard anything because I don't watch I don't watch regular television, so I haven't seen commercials or anything. It's been dead. It's, and the only thing I've seen great. online, what's the only thing I've seen online is hate, 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 stupid protest, uh, yeah. trying to get Kathleen Kennedy fired, SJ, yeah, SJW. SJW, like all this stuff, and I'm like, what Feminist is movement? I'm like, what? What is everyone? Why the movie hasn't come out yet? What can we? What does the feminist agenda got to do with the movie that hasn't come out yet? What? Here, we'll talk about we'll talk about this real fast, and we'll jump into another the, later. No, because of Battlefield, fast. no, no, because of Battlefield Five, people are losing their shit because there's a woman on the cover. I don't understand why people lose their shit and they're like they're like. God damn it, there's no women in World War II. This is unrealistic. Yeah, and you dying and reviving and dying and reviving and dying and teleporting and flying in a plane without ever taking off. That's okay. That's historical, uh, correct? Listen, listen, but they have to bitch about... It's, it's completely okay. There are females running around in World War II. Thing. It's supposed to be a fun game representing there are girls playing the game, right? Right. Females want to play the game. Let them have a female character a video running game. around in World War II and just shoot shit. If I want and you have a prosthetic arm or whatever, I don't care. Right. It's fine. It's a fucking video game. If I want it's a historical event. It's got nothing to do with right. women in war. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with it. My whole timeline, I literally just want to delete everyone on my timeline because now there's people that are hating on the women. And then there's the opposite, which is, makes it even worse, that people are like, well, my grandmother was in the war, and my great grandmother was in the war, and then they they show the listings of how this many kills not, they have. This is not the History Channel. What tank <laughs> uh, order they were in, and how many people they blew up, and how they died. And I'm like, you know what? My dick is not bigger than your dick. My vagina is not bigger than your vagina. Okay. Being part of the military is being part of the military. So if I got ten kills and you got two kills in real life. Okay, no one's going, well, I'm a better person than you. No, you're part of the fucking army and you're doing what your job is. So stop. Just stop men, women, black, Hispanic, Spanish, uh, Asian. It doesn't matter, people. It doesn't matter. Just stop with all this bullshit about cover. It's a video game. It's a video fucking game. I don't care if Sinead O'Connor is on the fucking front cover and you go, wait a minute. That's not just a woman. That's a musician. She wasn't in World War II. Who cares? She knew somebody and got her face scanned, and she's in the video game. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? It doesn't It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but people get so bent out of shape, and I get bent out of shape because of – this is 2018. There was – in my life, okay, in my life, there was less racism, okay, when I was a kid than there is now. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It's it's less racism, mm. but yet we were closer to the actual time of mm. racism, mm -hmm. right? Like, it, it, it don't matter. Like, it, it boggles my mind because when I was a kid, it was like 15 years ago where people just moved to the front of the bus, okay? Mm. And now we have 
50, 40 just, years just later. Hate. It's just it's because it's it's because it's in the internet every day, all the time. That's what it is. Beforehand, you didn't hear about a news story because nobody in Hoboken right. is writing an article so, and then sending letters out to everybody across the country. So, now, anything that happens at any time, somebody's got a camera and a microphone. Let, and they're like, let me bring. I'm this live. Up. Right. I'm over here in Wichita. You'll never believe what happened. This woman <laughs> came down. Like. What? Let, let me show you. Down. Let me show you this, right? This guy. This guy posted. Um, I, I commented on this, right? So he left a, a picture, and he said, "This is the Medal of Honor Underground from PlayStation Platinum Edition." Okay, fifteen years old. This was the cover. Are you ready? There's yeah, the, there's the cover. Okay. All right. Where were the people that were freaking out because there's a woman holding a bazooka blowing up a tank in the this background? Okay. Take it off the screen. So, so, I can't believe you're showing it to me. I get triggered. So, I'm getting triggered. So I said, unfortunately, I'm afraid they're, they were there. We just didn't have social media back then. Okay. That's right. And that is the reason. And then someone replied, no, I argue, okay, they were still in gestation. <laughs> They were still being born. Okay, I don't understand the problem with fake characters. Okay, in a video game, hell, not even a video game. In movies, right, like Star Wars, with the lead character, okay, being a woman, and everyone's going, forget this, man. They all have an agenda. It's all a thing. It's like, are you entertained? If you if you don't. It's not like it's a surprise, right? You go see Star Wars, like, well, Ray is the lead actress. I'm offended because they're making everyone lead actresses now, right? All the women are the leads. And that's like, then why did you go watch the movie? Is that a surprise that she was going to be the lead character? That's like going to Wonder Woman and going, I'm appalled. I can't believe they have Wonder Woman as the main actress in Wonder Woman. It's like, what? It's so dumb. Right, Tweak. The Ghostbusters, look. I'm more offended that they recreated Ghostbusters with women. But hear me out. Because Ghostbusters itself was a masterpiece back then in the 80s. Okay? Ghostbusters 2, uh, not so much. But Ghostbusters originally was a great movie. Right? You don't recreate a movie like that. And they didn't really recreate it. It's like a continuation of it. But I still feel they didn't have to touch it. That's like making Wizard of Oz over. But instead of having Dorothy, you have... Derek as, yeah, as see, the lead yeah, character. But, see, but they should but they should go they should go all out, right? Instead of putting a woman on the cover of the Battlefield 5 game, it should be like Dorothy, uh like every historical <laughs> right. every woman, historical ever, woman like, ever yeah, on the front yeah, cover. Mar Martha Stewart and like somebody else is like, like just five or six women fictional, guns. fictional yeah. women, yep. and then like they all have got guns yep. and like, yeah, battlefield. Right. Like, who cares? Right. It it, it, who, it doesn't matter. By the way, I care about does the animations work? Does the does the takedown animations work? Up. Is that is that whole throwing the ammo thing and picking it up? Is that going to work? Is me diving into the grass well, hoping well, to dodge bullets? Is that going to work? That's what I'm concerned with. Right. I, I just I'm hope, not concerned about anything else. I just hope the girls that play the game are better than the guys that play the game because when they're a medic, no one fucking revives me. Right. So I just hope the people that start playing Battlefield Five, okay are better medics. <laughs> I don't care what gender, I don't care what fucking race you are. I just want you to do your job in a video game to pick me up when I'm down, right? Just be a medic. Yeah, but now but now everybody can pick you up. No, yeah, but everyone can pick but you every, up. Everyone picks you up slower. No, no, everyone picks and, you and up. They don't, and they don't give you up they don't give right. you health. You're, you don't, they don't give you full health and they also pick you up way slower. So the medic 
is a need, a necessity of, of people going, pick me up, dude, pick me up. And here's the best part, okay? You can drag squad members if you're in the squad. Medics can drag anybody out of the, out of the way, right? So if you're on a different squad than me, right? I'm an assault, you're an assault. I can't drag you out of the way because I'm just an assault guy doing my job. Their medic on their squad or my medic on our squad can go up to him and pull him to safety and then revive him. Only the people in your squad can revive squad members, okay? So you can't, if you're an assault guy or, or support or recon, you cannot revive anybody else on your team. Only think, the people think, in your squad. I think we're squad. jumping ahead here, bro. We're we are. Not, no, we, we're, we're, we're jumping we'll, into Battlefield Five before you've got a chance to talk about right. normal shit. We're, we're, right? How, how the fuck <laughs> do you segue so badly? Uh, we from social that's, justice that's, warriors from Han Solo. That's what we do. That's what we over do. Over to Battlefield Five. That's what we do. Put the brakes on. That's what Put we do. the brakes on. All right. So let's back up. Brakes. Welcome to Generation X Gaming. It's a weekly Holy podcast. Christ. We're here every single week on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. You started it with the solo thing, right? You started with the solo I thing. I said, going to see it. <laughs> right. That's so, it. what we usually do is we talk about games and entertainment news each and every single week. Uh, you guys can chime in, in in the chat. We love doing this show. We've been doing 129 episodes. We were off last week. Uh, I haven't posted up episode 28 on YouTube yet. I'm going to take this one and last uh, two weeks ago and put them on together this weekend. Uh, so you guys can watch both of those episodes if you missed any part of it. Uh, so, Sarge, let's start off by what have you been playing? I know you've been playing Monster Hunter, so tell me what's going on in Monster Hunter. All right. Well, besides that, it's besides the game is fantastic. Besides that, right? So I, 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 I've I had trouble that. killing yeah. the Thank you. An Analoth, Anarath, the T-Rex guy. I call him the T-Rex guy, right, The in the first level. I've had problems killing him with the sword and shield. I just haven't been able to kill him quick enough. Like I have to spend like like a good half an hour to kill him, right. or twenty five minutes to kill him. So I switched over. I, I have enough resources now. I did a lot of SOSs for other people, so I was hunting other animals, right? And I was able to get some good pieces. And so I made myself like the dueling blades. And so I got the dueling blades with the water elemental damage on it. So now I can kill the T Rex quicker. Have Let you, me tell you, man. That have you been the, playing the, with the purple blades? The dual blades is like a fucking. Ginzu blender. Yeah, it's it's like it's you fun. get you get inside between his legs and just get the combo correctly, and I'm just spinning around like a crazy person, like doing massive damage. I I love the controls in that game. It seems sloppy, but they are precise. It's like if you button mash, you're gonna get some button mash type of moves. Right. But if you sit there and actually try to do the button move itself, and then dodge, and then do the combo, and you can discover your own combos while you're messing around with it. And that's the beauty of it, is you actually are learning the character while you play. Right. Right? And as soon as I switch weapons, I have to relearn it all over again. Right? And so I, I actually, it, it hits a spot for me because long time ago, back when I was a kid, I used to have nightmares of, like, dinosaurs chasing us around the yard. <laughs> and we'd have to, like, run around and, and, like, try to, like, hide. Like, they were actually trying to kill us. Like, and we've had, like, and, and the water guns that we have were actually keeping them at bay while we ran. I don't, you know, you're a little kid. This is a little kid dream. Right. Right? So now I'm playing a game where a T-Rex comes around the corner and is trying to kill me. So I'm actually having a minor flashback to my childhood nightmares of dinosaurs trying to kill me. Okay? And so while I'm fighting one guy and then the dragon comes down and now it becomes a Godzilla <laughs> movie where they're fighting each other while I'm trying to kill him. And then I send an SOS up, and now there are other people playing the game, and it looks like it basically it's a Godzilla movie now. Now I got four guys with me, or me plus three other guys, fighting a dragon. 
while they're fighting at something else, and it's just chaos. And everyone's doing all their kinds of spells and the guns and the range and the damage. And and you have to you have to actually be tactful. Like if a guy is like in there doing the combo, you don't want to go in and smack him around because then you break his combo, right? Right. So it's it's important to like know when to jump in and start your own combo. The game is is so the combat's visceral, right? You're in there the whole time. And you whether you're not you can create the combo or not. And some of those weapons I don't know anything about. And I can say I can see that if I try to master all those 14 different weapons, it would take me about a year if I played every day. If I played every day. Yeah, there's a a lot of weapons. And you think when you first start playing the game, you're like, you're like, oh, it's only 14 weapons. You're like, when you're in playing the game, you're like, holy shit. I'm never, I'm never, (laughs) I'm never going to get through all these weapons. I haven't left. I started with the, the shield and sword, right? Sword and shield. And then I switched over to uh, giant. Was it a, what's the giant blade called? Um, long sword. It's just called the long sword. Well, the other one is the is the axe switch blade. No, no, I didn't. I didn't do that one. I had, so I had, a, I had a sword. Right. So I had a, I had a long sword, and then I switched to samurai sword, and then I went to um, there was one more I went to, and I forget what it was. But then I then I went. Oh, I went to bow, and then I went back to to glaive, and I was like. You know what? I'm gonna stick with Glaive, and I only spent very little time with each. I think I might have killed like one, maybe two monsters with each of those other weapons. And I was like, Nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Glaive and master that. And then I went from like level you know eight to whatever level I am now, and I have like 135 hours into it. And I would say 115 of those are just with the Glaive, right? And I still haven't I still haven't mastered it, right? So now what I'm doing with the Glaive, and I haven't played in a while, but I have seven different Glaives. And I have them as different specialties in each of the categories. So one's like uh, Paralysis, one's uh, Fire. And you can preset. One's, yeah. And, and, and the customization, the customization in that game that allows you to pick sets of armor with weapons with just a radial wheel pick. Right. Or, or, or a quick change button. I'm like, wow, the UI is very intuitive. Like, it's, it's very awesome. easy to switch around. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm very, I'm very impressed by, uh, by it because I've never played a game like that. The, that was that 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 was that. Um, what what's the correct word here? I, I don't want to say. I guess intuitive would probably be the word, but like that's just it's that fun. But it's got levels of complication. But then as you learn, you learn the game. But why do you think a game like that is not as popular as a game like Destiny? Is it because these are melee weapons, and that's shooting. Or I'm sure, to... I'm sure it's a bunch of different reasons. I, I I think that first of all, Monster Hunter, the title, only brought over the people that knew Monster Hunter. First of all, right, and then other right. people and dabbled I, I in and it. I, and right. I don't remember, I don't remember hearing a whole shit ton of advertisements for Monster Hunter World. I mean, they advertised for it, but it wasn't like Blitzkrieg advertising for Monster Hunter, right? Right. So you have your you have the people who love Monster Hunter who buy it. Then you have the other people who have their friends talking to them like a Monster Hunter and playing Monster Hunter. Then they tell them to play it. I'm sure if we looked it up, I'm sure it sold very well for for a. And I believe the other Monster Hunters were on on handheld. They weren't on a console. No, they were. They were they, on handheld. They were on handheld, and they were also I, I believe on PlayStation way back when, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct, Chad? Can you guys uh, did anyone else play? Monster Hunter games in the past. I'm brand new to it, so me saying anything about the old Monster Hunters is is worthless because I didn't play anything of it. I knew of the game. Um, I knew I knew about it on the on the on the handheld devices, but I didn't know about it 
uh, until recently, I thought it was on an actual console. I want to say it was PlayStation back in the day, or PlayStation Two. There, there, there's just there's just I'll so many good. There's so many good mechanics in the game, it, and it makes me feel better because I, I think that after watching all these other games be made or early released or half-ass or broken, and it makes me believe that there's still people out there that know how to construct a game properly, which is which is also challenging and doesn't hold your hand <clears throat> and rewarding once you learn the game, right? People forget sometimes it's not just about, is the game fun? Yeah, I'm having fun doing this. It's great. But does it does it hold my attention? Is it challenging? Some people want to challenge, and I think this game it encompasses a lot of different aspects of video games. You have the challenge aspect, you have the multiplayer aspect, you got the co-op aspect, you got like customization aspect. Like there are there are many different aspects in this game that that all do well, and so that's what makes the game good to me. Like I'm in, I enjoy the game. So uh, it did come out on PlayStation Two originally. Is PlayStation 2 originally, um, and then moved to PlayStation Portable, and then it moved over to um, uh, Nintendo and stuff on the 3DS by Monster Hunter 3 Ultima, uh, Ultimate on uh, Nintendo 3DS. So <clears throat> the release of the original one was Monster Hunter March 11, 2004. In North America, it came out in September of 2004. And see, I knew nothing about it. Yeah. I, it wasn't on the radar for me. Monster, Monster Hunter 2 came out just on PlayStation Portable, which was uh, August of 2007. Uh, Monster Hunter uh, Tri came out on April 20th of 2010, uh, and that was for the Wii. Okay, just the Wii and 3DS. Uh, the enhanced version was released on PlayStation Portable and PS3 only in Japan. A lot of these titles were only in Japan for most of the time. Uh, when I came over to the United States, it was only on the portable ones for a while. Uh, Nintendo 3DS picked it up uh, in September of 2000 or February 13th of 2015. Now that's a year and a half after it came out in Japan. Okay, in September of 2013 for the 3DS. Then Monster Hunter World came out uh, January 26th for us here, and that's on the PS4, Xbox One. Uh, so yeah, and then later this year it's coming out for I believe a PC, and I believe it's also coming out for the Nintendo Switch. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, so, yeah. So, there you go. That's the history of it. It's been out for 13, 14 years. And I just yeah, well, found so that, out about it. About but that's what I'm saying. You don't talk ago. to anybody that was playing the game that, talk, that talked it up to you. Right. And it didn't. And it wasn't like an advertising blitz about this badass game. I'm sure they advertised, but it just wasn't done that way. Right. And that's why we don't know. Listen, there's a lot of games that go by that I don't know that I miss out on. Oh, yeah. You know? I, I, I'm upset when I, sometimes when I find a game, I'm upset that I missed it. And then at the same time, I'm like, oh, I get it at a discount. I don't have to pay full price for it because it's almost been a year. And then I got it. Dupla says uh, 7.5 million copies sold the last time they put the numbers out. And that was back in March. I'm assuming they're 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 up to 10 million or close to That's it. That's pretty good. That's fantastic. Like That's pretty good. Yeah. I, I really like the game. Um, my issue is when a game like that comes out, I don't know if there's a game out there that's going to do what Destiny did, right? As far as play it every day for three years. I don't think I'll ever. I don't think I'll ever find a game like that again. To be honest with you, like I just don't think even well, even well, Destiny. I stopped. Like I played it for three months straight. Stopped for a month, then played it again for three months straight. Like I played up until 
till dark below that I got got pissed off that they resetted my guns. Then I stopped for like three weeks, and then I started again, and then so on and so forth. Every time they did a release, so I don't know if I I don't know if there would be a game like that again. But you have to, but you also have to remember whether whether or not you claim just you claim to be a gamer. Like I'm a traditional I'm a gamer. Like I enjoy video games. I haven't grown out of it. I'm not going to grow out of it. I like video games. Right there, the medium is is interesting to me, and I enjoy playing them. Right, right. But as you get older, your okay, taste change the, and stuff. Yeah, your tastes change, and what your mind wants in order for it to be fun and challenging mm-hmm. change. Okay, which is why a lot of times people get mad at you or I or anybody else when you talk shit about a game because they're looking at it like it's their first time getting laid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're looking at a video game like it's the first thing they're like, it's How the greatest dare thing you ever. talk about my How girl like that? How dare you talk right. about it, right? right? How dare you? Like, that, dude, you do whatever you want to do. Right. I make points about the game based on my experiences of games like it, not because I'm shitting on your game personally. Right, right. Okay? I've seen different fads, and I've seen the way games are made. And I've seen how things are constructed and what developers do over the years and if they repeat themselves or not. A game that you're playing now that you love, I've seen six times. Right. You're ecstatic by it. But for me, I'm like, yeah, it's fun. It looks great. But I can't play it because I've seen it six times already. Right. Right. And the longer the longer this goes on, the more people will be the the same way because gaming is not going to go anywhere. It's only going to get bigger. So after a while, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to really innovate because the next generation or two of people are gonna be like, you can't tell me another Call of Duty's coming out, right? You can't, <laughs> right? You can't tell me another Call of Duty's coming out, right? Because I can't even look at the words, right? Never mind, never mind. Tell me there's another zombie mode or whatever. Like I don't give a shit. Like I don't care. Like I've seen so many Call of Duty games. I don't. I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, but like you... for 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 us, okay. Now, not not everybody can say this though. We have the luxury of seeing the innovations jump pretty well over right. the years. Like when the first Call of Duty came out and they first did the D-Day thing and we played at your buddy's house on the huge big screen TV and he had surround sound. The huge TV, and you were actually, 32 inches. Like you were, yeah. it, was, it was like on, I think it was PlayStation <laughs> 1 or 2. Was it 1 or 2? I can't remember which one that Call of Duty was. But anyway, the, the doors drop on the, on the Higgins. It was boat, on Xbox. It was and, on, it was on Xbox have, One or the original Xbox. Jump jump out of the boat and there's shells going off and machine gun fire and you actually had to get across the beach right and how many right. times did we die like 70 80 times trying to figure a way to get off the beach until you learn the pattern of where the shells are gonna go like you, you die i we died so many times we're like it's insane like we kept passing the controller around for like an hour like i don't think we get off this beach <laughs> like I don't, I don't even think this game's winnable i can't we can't get off this beach right and slowly and slowly but surely you learned you learned how to get off the beach, right? And each of the missions were hard. You're like, and- go dive behind that 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 dead body over there. Maybe we can get over there. No, no, I'm dead. I'm dead. All right, go over there. That stick over there. I'll get over there. The the first time that the first time the first person shooter became like viable, like besides SOCOM, like when first person shooting became like the shit. Well, SOCOM was third person, right? right? SOCOM when was third RT, person. When the RTS first came out, and then it became the shit. We got to see all of these things yeah. happen. Yeah. The first time it all happened. So when we look at things, it's not because we're hateful or spiteful about it. It's just that we're we're hoping to see something the New, first time right, again. Right. Like right. Uh, right. And when Destiny announced what it was going to do, we collectively, all our friends were like, I think this might be it. Well, I, when I first I, looked at it, I think this might be when it. When I first looked at it, I was like, I was playing I, I've talked about this on the podcast before. I was playing Defiance, right? 
and I was doing a public event and I remember them I remember them talking about it and showing a clip and I was like I was like why would I play that game over this game right because right now I'm playing with a hundred people doing a public event and then they show the trailer the original Destiny trailer and it looked beautiful right ship dropped in person teleported they're like hey you want to come along with me let's go there and they went into the, the cosmodrome and they got to that one section and the, the walker drops down and there was three people and then three more people came and then three people came over and there's nine people total and everyone's like oh it was it's amazing and i'm like i'm playing with a hundred people right now a hundred there's a hundred people on the on the on the screen right now playing yes is it is it glitchy as shit and the explosions are all happening yeah yeah right but, but- and it's not as pretty. Right, it's not as pretty, as pretty. But, I, but I was like, I'm doing a 100-man public event right here. This is groundbreaking, right? This is groundbreaking. I'm, gonna, I'm playing on a console. The fact, that my, the fact that my modem just didn't catch fire. Right. I'm playing on the 360, okay, at the time. The 360, I have 100 people on the screen. There's explosions going on. I could still move and stuff. You would just see things not, not appearing or whatever. There's, there's insects running around. There's big things flying in the air. There's a big fucking thing in the middle. We're all shooting it. We're shooting around. There's jeeps flying in from left and right. People yeah, are jumping off their ATVs. Flying, right, yeah, flying, right through the thing. The and I'm looking, at the, I'm looking at Destiny in the beginning. I'm going, how is that innovative? What are they innovating that, that I'm not playing right now, right? Then the, then the beta came out. Right, and then we played the beta, and I I remember the first night I I, I popped in, you and Dread were playing, and I'm like, so what's the deal? And you're like, we're on we're on speeder bikes like Star Wars. Like what? How do you how do you open that? Right? And then you got there, and you're like, I was like, oh, this is totally like Star Wars. I was like, all right, this is cool, right? And then you started shooting the guns, and you're like, oh, this is they felt, they felt, they it felt good, felt really good. And then you're like, okay. Good. And then I looked at it and went, oh man, I wish I could do third person. I really wish I could do third person, right? <laughs> That's the, one of the first things I said. I was like, oh, man, I wish I could do third person. I want to see the armor. I want to see my guy. I want to see right. I want to see that, right? And that's why Anthem, as I jump ahead, right, intrigues me because if it does ex- little bit. if it does exactly – I'm telling you, if it does exactly what Destiny did, just a little bit more, okay, and a little bit more to me is that third person. I can see my character, right? That that intrigues me. That brings me in. Now, what shuns me from that game, EA. Okay, the company that's making the game shuns me a little bit. I'm like, eh. but Destiny just captured you because it was fun with the three people, but it always missed something, right? And to compare it to De- Defiance, public events is three to nine people. Okay, three to nine people, and you still have. You still have super problems trying to get in, even with the new the new mode, Excavation Protocol. Nine people can't get into the actual thing that you know. If I have nine friends, we have to work around where I have to, just like Archon's Forge, hey, buddy, can I join your team? Can you invite my other friend? Can you leave now so I can invite my other friend? And then now you have two squads in there, and then you can do it one more time with a third group that comes in. And that's just ridiculous, okay? Meanwhile, Defiance, okay, we're talking five years ago, Hey, you want to play? Yeah, great. Join my game. Boom. In the world with me. In, in the world. Right? That's How it. many people? Three? Four? Five? Six? Ten? You're all in the same world. You're all in the same world. Let's go do a public event. You got all these people driving their vehicles, going across. That, to me, I don't understand. How can someone do that? All right? And people go, well, that game was shit. And that's my problem with a lot of people. They just say it's shit or not shit. Okay? But they don't look at the innovativeness of what a certain game did. And why that game failed or, or succeeded, right? Star Wars Galaxies to this to this day 
is one of the most advanced MMOs, right? And no one has ever taken bits and pieces just from that, okay? Because it didn't fail because of the mechanics in the game. It failed because it didn't hit the masses that they wanted to, right? So then they changed it to hit the masses, okay? And, lost all their, and, and it lost completely everybody. ruined everything. Destiny changed their game for the masses, and look what's happened to Destiny, okay? So I don't understand... If you start a gaming company or you start a, a, a software company and you're like, I'm going to make a game and I'm going to make it like this game because I loved Halo so much. I inspired to make a game just like Halo. And then you take it and go, what was the best things about Halo? Fuck that. I'm going to do my own thing. And it's like, well, they they pretty much mastered it. And the best part is you're the ones that mastered it, but yet you couldn't recreate it in Destiny. Do you know what I mean? They're just missing something and i don't know what it is i always yeah, i always thought I about it was like they... i i don't have i don't have any more faith in the development team because the people that they need in the team to make it what it needs is not there anymore right you need you need to have the writers there has to be guys in there giving you a reason to do what you're doing if you give me a, a certifiable villain and give me the reason why he's a villain and give me the reason why I have to kill him. Then all the other gear and stuff leads into like Daddy. what was constructed in the story. Daddy. That's how it works, right? That's that's what makes the game. That, that's what makes you care about the character, right? right. I, I have listen. I don't despise Destiny. I just don't like it anymore because they don't have any more soul to the game. It's just a shooter. It's the guns or trophies. And the the hate that is spewed from this game now, and it's not because, it's not because of bad development. No, it's because that everyone is yelling at the micro of everything, right? They're mad about that stupid thing that you have to buy the the emote. They're mad about it. Like, like, well, listen, in, in the middle, in the middle of in the middle of Bungie doing all the shit that they're doing to the game. Right, they have to throw a thing out there to see if they'll bite. You have to see if the people will buy that thing because they're still working on trying to get microtransactions to work in their game. That's just how it is. They don't know how to implement it properly, but this is how they're trying it. Okay, they don't know what they want from the game anymore. They just don't. They're... Okay, making making a making a DLC that has four missions or five missions, and I'm still just shooting the same guys with a different backdrop is still meaningless. The micro doesn't matter. The macro of the game matters. Meaningful level, meaningful weapons for reasons, meaningful story. Care about the character that you're playing with. If all I'm doing is just running around and shooting, if that's what you like, then you have the best game on the planet because right. it's got the best shooting mechanics ever made in the game ever. Right. Okay. But the fact is, is that I keep getting trophies, aka weapons. That's what I'm calling them. Right. But you armor there's no, weapons. There, there's no reason to have these weapons because you don't give me a reason to use them. Right. There's no. I don't. There's no reason. I don't feel powerful. I don't feel like a god anymore. You 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 brought us back to zero, and then as we're growing now, for I still seconds. don't. I still don't have weapons and powers that make me feel like a badass. And you don't make me feel a badass trying to fight a guy who's worse than me. Like let me fight another badass. Right. It's just randomly shooting guys. And so this circle isn't going to end because, according to them, working with them is hard. Okay? Right. right. They're, they're, they're under contract, which means they only have – they have to come out with stuff, which means 
all they're doing right now with the live team is to keep people barely interested and hanging on. Hang on to E3. Hang on. So they can show the trailer. And then, and, to, to and, and the September thing yep. will be the new Taken King to get right. people to come back in. And then they'll fuck and then up they're something go there. Right back to the same bullshit they right. were doing before. Right. And then Destiny 3 comes out. And it's like, you know what, guys? We get it. You guys need to make money. The game looks pretty. You got good game mechanics. We get it. Right. But until you guys hire actual story writers who care about the universe that you created for the reasons why we want to play it, then no one cares. We don't care anymore. The the, the problem with okay, there's a lot there's a lot to go in there. We're switching we're switching from Monster Hunter into Destiny and we need a you need a you need like a clock. <laughs> no, this is how, like no a, we don't need anything. This is this is the this is the way the podcast is, right? So the the problem with a Destiny emote, okay, and he, my issue is with Bungie, but then my issue again is now with the gamers themselves, okay? So Bungie puts out an emote that you can only buy in the Eververse, and it has to do with the Iron Banner. Now, you would think that the Iron Banner, because it's only here for a week, once a month, okay, that you would take anything that has to do with the Iron Banner and put it in the Iron Banner, Right, so if it was like rank thirty or rank fifty or whatever, maybe you couldn't get it this time around, but you could get maybe halfway or maybe more than halfway, and then the Iron Banner came around next month, okay, and you had to wait three weeks for it or four weeks for it, and then you finally got that emote. That would feel more accomplishment, right, of it. Now everyone's like, "Well, Bungie just did what everyone asked," and I uh, no. So what the people asked for was a way to purchase the things like they wanted. Like, I want that emote, I'll purchase that emote. But at the same time, they want to be able to earn that emote, and they didn't want a loot box to open up a random thing to get maybe a potential to get that emote. They just wanted to say, if you're going to give me that emote, let me just purchase that emote straight up. But also earn it in-game. So that's the main issue, that this thing's in the Eververse, okay? And people bought it. And they bought it for 10 bucks. And some people are like, well... This is bullshit. I paid $10, and I already paid $60 for the game, but it's $20 for the expansions, and this is unreal. And then someone makes the argument, well, you paid us $10 for a skin in Fortnite. What's the difference? Well, Fortnite is free. Well, I like to tell that person in Fortnite that just paid $10 for that skin, how many skins have you bought, right? Did you buy six skins, and have you stopped since then because you paid $60 for it? Or because it's free, that argument works forever, right? Oh, well, it was a free game, and I've only spent $1,000 on it. So I don't understand. I only spend 120 on 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 Destiny, and I'm paying a $10 emote. It's unfair. Like I don't understand the logic of people's thinking uh, along this. The problem is, as gamers, we need to put our foot down and say, stop with the microtransactions. You want to put microtransactions in there? Okay, fine. Put it in there. Put it in there where I can purchase, like like you did. But also put it in there where I can earn it if I want to grind and I actually have time. And I don't feel like paying $60 for the game and then $60 to solve the game faster than anybody else. Right? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, just put the stuff in the game and let people, the small percentage of people, play the game, love your game, okay? And then earn that stuff where you can take advantage of the other people that are not real fans of your game. And then they can play the game for five seconds, purchase all the skins that they want purchase the booster that gets them up to whatever, okay, and then finish the game and then go on with their merry way to some other game so they can spend more money on it, right? Yeah, but just it, put it in the game. But an easy way, an easy way for Bungie to fuck us over nicely 
and you know, I hate to say it, is if the emote was run during Iron Banner, right? And if you earned enough credits in Iron Banner, yes. you got the emote, right? But when Iron Banner's over, if you didn't, if you, you didn't, didn't get, get enough it, points, you can, you can buy it. it. Yes, you can go buy exactly. it. Exactly. I didn't get to level fifty. That's, My goal was to hit the, level fifty. The, right. That's how you do the dick move. Right. You, you work hard on it. If once Iron Banner's, if you want, if you have time to grind, you have time to grind. But if you really want that emblem, right. If you really want that emblem, right. If you don't get enough points by the end, go ahead and buy it. Right. I don't understand. That's, it, that's how you do the dick move. Exactly, Inky. That's how you do the dick exactly, move. Exactly, Inky. Warframe model, and this is another thing. We're talking about developers, okay? Warframe has done a fantastic job, right? You can purchase that game. I believe it's $70, and you unlock everything in the game, meaning you unlock everything in the game, and then you can just purchase it with in-game currency or parts or whatever, and then level that gun up. But the game is unlocked. You don't have to pay for anything other than that. Or you can play for free. You get two Warframe slots. You can still earn the stuff, but you have to get more materials than you would if you just purchased the game. So you go, what's my time worth? Do I pay $70, unlock all the stuff, and then just purchase it and then level it up? Or do I play for free, grind really long, enjoy the game, and then purchase the things I want. And then there's also microtransactions in the game as well that you can purchase real currency for, for other things if you don't want to waste your time, right? Warframe's model's perfect. It's perfect, okay? Like, you can play the game for free, you can grind as much as you want, or you can purchase the stuff that you want and done. There's no... You don't hear anyone complaining about Warframe's uh, thing. Well, it's a free game, so I'm going to spend a million dollars on it. Well, Blue Crate's nothing. They have a perfect version. So then why does Bungie or any other company that's in the same realm as an online service game doesn't look at Warframe and go, holy shit, they got an idea? Or even Grand Theft Auto with the online service, right? Holy shit, they have an idea. No, they, they want to run a different direction. They want to be a fish upstream, okay, and try to do something different, but stupid, right? Sea of Thieves, Battlefield Five. Star Wars now, Battlefront 2, okay, is you can purchase a skin in the game or you can grind yourself up, take the parts or take the credits that are in the game that you earn by just playing the game and then you can spend them on stuff in the game. And if you don't want to wait to grind for seven hours, eight hours to get that skin, you can just purchase it. Sea of Thieves, all cosmetic, okay? When the pets come in and everything else comes in, you can play the game, earn gold, Take that gold and put it towards whatever it is. So if they don't have their own currency, I would assume that it would be if they don't have their own currency. If they have their own currency, it would be like booty bucks or something. Okay. And then like $10 would turn into it's just, oh, it's just a lot of gold. Whatever. 100,000 gold. Right, it's 100,000 gold. gold. It would just triple or quadruple the price. So you could purchase it for $10 or in-game for 10,000 gold. Right? Whatever it is. Okay. You either grind for it or you play the game. Battlefield 5, which we'll get into a little bit later, does the same thing. It's not going to have any any micro, um, not any loot boxes. It's going to have microtransactions for skins, weapon skins, character skins, outfits, and stuff like that. Uh, and then you can purchase the skins, the tattoos, whatever, the customization of your character, or you can play the game and grind and also purchase it by just playing the game. And that's the thing. That's the mentality that they should have in these games. No loot boxes. No random shit. Give me a point of where I can purchase the actual thing that I want. Hey, that skin's cool. Hey, that gun is... That skin is cool. Oh, that tattoo looks awesome. I want to purchase that. 
But you understand. Don't you understand that the income per person in the future is greater when it's a loot box because you've got to keep random. buying it in order to get it. Yeah. Okay. But as opposed to if listen, let's just say we come out. Here, let's say we come. They came out with like twenty five good ideas of something to sell. Just to say, that means everybody who plays the game who, who maybe wants to buy it will buy all twenty five things. But that, then that's the it. They've each bought twenty five things and that's it. As opposed to the guy who will spend a hundred or two hundred or three hundred times trying to get those twenty five things. Right? <laughs> they don't. They don't want to make money. They want to make all the money. That's right. the difference. Well, here. I understand games are expensive, okay? But apparently, apparently they're still doing it because apparently, I guess they're making still money, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. Well, because it's a $100 million game, even without the microtransactions. They sell all the copies and they, they still made money, right? I'm pretty sure look, they did look, because the company's still there, right? So how much money do you need to make? Here's the thing. Before, you, before, before screwing over the consumer is, is, is completely valid. If the if the if the publisher wants to make more money, right, because they're not making money because of DLCs or season passes anymore, it's very simple. You want to charge $10 for a skin? Cool. Come out with skins all the time. Different looking skins, different emotes, something different where it's not reskinned as another skin and it's blue or green, right? Fortnite is amazing at what they're doing, okay? Because they come out with a brand new freaking skin every single day. And you can tell that the animators or whoever's doing it, they're phenomenal. They look phenomenal, okay? Someone goes, hey, you know what? That's a $20 skin. I'll purchase that. A $15 skin, $10 skin. They put it on sale. They do this. They come out with different skins all the time. They look phenomenal. They look great. Okay, cool. But there are guys. But there are but guys that's, just sitting in a room. But that's, coming up with skins. That's the developer so side. Just, just slapping right. colors on a fucking piece of armor. That's the developer it's side. It's a different thing. Right? Can you imagine the uproar? And and I, it would be an uproar. Fortnite comes out with the skins, and they have like a hundred skins in there. Okay, and it's twenty dollars for a random skin. Right? People would lose their shit. Right? But because they have the power of purchasing the skin that they want. They're cool with it because they're like, I earned my 20 real life dollars by either working, mowing lawns, doing a job, blowing somebody, selling drugs, whatever they did to get earn that money. It's their money. And they went, I want to purchase that skin with with my $20. Okay. That's a lot of blowjobs. It could be one, it could be a lot of it all depends on what you what you're done. So they've they've earned the right. It's one. Okay, I don't know the price anymore. So basically they 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 can purchase what they want when it's when it's random okay and you're and you're throwing money at it and you're like twenty dollars now you're at a scratch off ticket right and you're like oh god i spent two dollars on this ticket i didn't get anything all right give me ten more and, and you're and you're scratching off you're still well, that's what counting you're on. still that's getting a little bit of money but you're not getting what you wanted right and then when you get something you're like holy shit i got it and you're excited about it you're not really excited when you're like oh man i just spent twenty dollars and i got exactly what i wanted because i I purchased it. I, I saw it. I went, I want $20. That's not exciting. That's just you buying something, right? I mean, that's, that's it. You might be excited at the moment going, oh, I waited for payday, right? I waited for Friday to get paid, and now I'm spending my money on this actual skin. That's a different excitement. But the actual winning something or getting something in the game randomly, like Destiny, when you get a random drop and you get the gun that you want with the rolls that you want... It's it was a fun factor, but if you just go going, oh, I'm getting that gun with the static rolls, yay, right? It's just it's just not as fun. It's just not as fun. So, the 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 whole thing with the emote thing, people and they, they can't fix it now, right? They can't fix it because this is a, this will be a, a logistic. They don't, need, they don't need to fix it. No, no. What I'm saying is this would be a logistic nightmare now because let's just say twenty or two hundred thousand people purchased this emote, okay? 
those people are the bad people because instead of going, no, we're not buying this, they bought it, okay? And now if they come out and go, well, now you can earn it in the next Iron Banner. Now you dicked over Right, now again. you just dicked over everyone that paid $10 for it, right? And what do they do? Do they give them a refund? That's a logistic nope. fucking nightmare. No, we'll give you nope. credit. Oh, sorry for the thing. They put a little thing in the form post. Oh, so we gave credit to everybody so everyone can get it now. It's like, you're an idiot, Bungie. You're an idiot, okay? Stop doing stuff like this. Your game's getting better, right? Taking three steps forward, taking five steps back, okay? But you're still getting close to the, 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 the finish line, even though now you're two steps back, you know what I mean? Instead of, instead of three steps back. Um, when September comes, I hate to break it to everybody. I hate to break it to everybody, okay? I'm very excited for September, right? I'm very excited. I get, I get, I get trolls coming into. I'm, I'm excited because I know I'm gonna get to shoot somebody new. But maybe, maybe, right? Because you're just gonna fight the hive again. I guarantee it. Okay. Anyway, when the game comes out, there'll be random rolls again, right? They say it on their thing. There's gonna be random rolls, <clears throat> and I'm excited for that. I might start playing the game. I might buy the DLC and 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 play again. But I don't think I'm putting in the time that I did before because I know the recipe. Right, and the recipe is the exact same. It's been the same. It'll always be the same. They do stuff, little by little. Okay, they fix a couple things. They break something else. They do something else. And it's not with all games. This in particular game, their business model, what they've done, they're replicating it 100% like they did Destiny One to the first expansion, to Destiny One to the second expansion, and Destiny Year One when they went to Taken King. Okay, it's the exact same. Exact same. Now, people go, well, Destiny 2 is better than Destiny 1. Well, I would hope so because they've already learned from Destiny 1, right? But the recipe is the exact same. Now, it just looks prettier. It runs faster. It's more frame rates. Okay, it's on PC. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt because now they put the random rolls in there, meaning everyone that's leveled up right now in the game, okay, if they put random rolls in, they're going to have to reset the weapons, Right? They're going to have to do something to reset players. Okay, because everything that you've earned up to this point would be stupid because they're not gonna take the guns that are already in your vault, okay, and then all of a sudden put random perks on them, right? So basically everything that you own right now, besides exotics, okay, is gonna be obsolete. Right? Obsolete. I can tell you right now everything in your vault's gonna be obsolete and they're gonna start fresh, okay? Because when they put these random rolls in, and if they didn't do that, you would still start fresh because when you get a new gun, you're going to delete the old guns because they're just static rolls anyway, right? This is going to happen, okay? On top of that, I think, right, we're switching subjects now. We're going to Destiny a little bit more, right? I think the way to make people reset and not care about it, okay, is to make a fourth character, okay, or a fourth subclass, okay? If they make a fourth character or a fourth subclass, okay, everyone's be like, well, I want that new character, and they would start fresh. Now, here's a second recipe that they're going to put back in the game. The spark. Remember that spark they gave us to level up your character, right? Because imagine, okay, imagine that you start a new character. Now you have these three characters, and you're leveled. You're one of the one percenters that have everyone max light at 380 or 385 or 400, whatever it's going to be at the time it launches, you have it at max light, right? What's the point of, of you don't want to start a new character from zero and work your way back up, right? So they'll give you a spark. 
And you can use that on one character of your choice to level up. So if you only have one character, you're going to level them up faster so you can catch up if you didn't play the DLCs, okay? Or you're going to take that new fourth character, okay? And you're going to use that spark to get them up to, like, 370, 375, okay? And then you'll have to grind a little bit in the new content, which would be the Taken Queen or the Comet, whatever it is. It would get you up to the light level of what people are right now at the end of this DLC, so when the new DLC comes out, you could just have to grind that little story in the new DLC, and then you're up with your friends and stuff like that, right? Otherwise, people will be pissed off. People are going to get pissed off regardless. Now, here's the the other kicker. You can either take your time. So if I have three characters, right, and I level that one character up in the new DLC, and then I can start tossing gear down to my other characters, or I can go to the Eververse, and I can pick up that spark of light for a measly $10 or yeah, $25 or whatever it is, and you can level up your characters much faster, right? This is, I have no proof of. No proof of. The only but proof... The, but I know the recipe. The only but proof I, I have I the is what the recipe that Bungie has already laid out these last four years, okay? And this I can see happening. And people in this chat... God, I wish I said this on the Rageous Round Table because I would love to see the comment section on YouTube because I'm the salty guy. I'm the guy who gives doesn't matter what destiny does i'm just unhappy with it and i'm not unhappy with with destiny i'm unhappy with bungie and there's a difference right bungie is the makers of destiny and they've taken a game that i thought the potential of the game would be phenomenal right and they've literally shit on their own their own lore their own game mechanics they've resetted it they don't know where they're going they're lost right they're lost just like the call of duty series is lost right they've just lost their identity of what the game is okay so i'm shitting on bungie I'm not shitting on Destiny, okay? Destiny, I'm still hoping for. I'm still grasping out there for that phenomenal game they promised us way back when in 2012 and 2013 of just imagine the possibilities of what we can do. And I did that, and they haven't hit it yet, all right? Just imagine the possibilities, and they've never hit the imagine that I've imagined in the possibilities that they told yeah, but me. That's being unfair. They haven't hit the imagine that they, they, did. they had said yeah, they well, were they, what, they've, what, they've, what they've done, right? So that's what's going to happen. Let's mark this down. Hit a hit a marker somewhere. Clip this. Do something because this is going to be. I've called it. They're going to put the spark back in the game. They're going to charge you for additional sparks. Okay, and they're going to reset your guns to make you grind everything else up again. They did it during Dark uh, Dark Below. They did it again during House of Wolves. Okay, they changed the, the the exotics out and put new exotics in to charge you for money so you can get the same exotics back. They've done it all. They've done all of this. And everyone's like, wow, no, it's unfair. It's a good game. It's a good game. It brought back the exotics. Exotics are supposed to be in the game. Well, then why did they take them away from us? Why couldn't I bring the exotics that I had from the Destiny 1 over? Oh, it's, well, it's because they did a PC version and they couldn't do it. They just had a different thing. It's the same engine. Same engine. I still have my same save files on my Xbox. They could have... I, I didn't get affected by that. My my code on my Xbox is different than the PC code. I should be able to bring my guns over. Well, it's not fair because the PC guys can't do it because that's bullshit. You know what I mean? So it it it's a lose lose situation. But I know I got you, Bungie. I see I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. You would love to have the Fate Bringer. Don't worry, Tweak. You'll get the Fate Bringer. Oh, don't worry. It'll Come be back. a pre-order bonus for the uh, one of the expansions that comes out from some September to year four, and I'm sure there'll be a nice pre-order bonus for you to get it. Pre-order now to get the Fate Bringer and a new purple, uh, 
array or something with a new ornament. I guarantee that shit's going to happen. Either that or the Icebreaker. I'm going to go with the Icebreaker before I go with Fatebringer. But one of those fucking guns is going to be back in the game. It's going to be a fucking pre-order. No, Icebreaker will never come back because of the way the ammo thing now is. It'll never come back. Oh, they can make it come back and just change the perk. Yeah, I know, but... It, it, it won't be the original Icebreaker. It won't be, it won't be Icebreaker. Right, it'll be right. Icebreaker 2.0. It'll, it'll, it'll be like the Thaw Maker. Right. <laughs> right. The, the, it'll be called the Ice Tray or something. It'll be something really stupid. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's Destiny in a Nutshell. What people... The problem is not Bungie putting the, the emote in the game. It's the people that are purchasing the emote in the game and letting them know that this is okay. That's not my opinion, right? I mean, I'm saying it, but that's the problem. The problem is the people are paying $10 for an emote that should have been in the game. People are okay spending money. They're like, well, what's the problem? It's just skin. It doesn't affect gameplay. I don't care if it affects gameplay. They make a game, all that loot should have been in the game. Can you imagine if Diablo charged for everything that dropped in the game? Can you imagine that? If Diablo charged for everything, they only put 10 things in the game, and then everything after those 10 things that you find, you have to purchase. Three bucks. Free as, long, as, long, as long as the game was free to play. It's just, just cosmetics. It's just cosmetics, right? It's just dumb. And it's, it's, a, it's a bad spiral that we're going down. Very bad spiral that we're going down. Speaking of people that have lost their identity, we'll talk about Call of Duty first. Actually, you know what? I'm going to talk about State of Decay first. I'm going to talk about State of Decay. I've been playing State of Decay 2. I'm enjoying it a lot. And I'll, I'll do some uh, some footage in the background here while, while we talk about it. Uh, State of Decay 2 is getting a lot of shit, right? Getting a lot of shit because of the... It's buggy and glitchy like the original buggy one Buggy and glitchy like the exactly like the original was, right? It's a... Show my driving. Now, this is, I think this is my driving. Yeah, this is, uh, the, I'll fast forward something more interesting. Oh, here's Tweak's driving. Yeah, this is good. Or, <laughs> no, this is my driving. So, basically, the, the game, if you liked State of Decay 1, you'll love State of Decay 2. If you didn't play State of Decay 1, and you're looking for something that was like, I don't know, something that you're not ex you were expecting something and you got something completely different. I don't know how you do that, considering State of K one's been out for so many years. You could have done research. There's streamers. There's YouTube channels. There's there's a bunch of stuff you can watch to look at the game and go, hey, this is something I want to get, but it's a bit glitchy. I don't want to get it. You don't have to add on top of the people that bought the game and go, well, this game's a piece of shit. It's buggy and glitchy because you can actually see that if you play multiplayer. If you play single player, I've only had two issues with single player. I had a, I had a, uh, a moment where I, I had the car by myself and I hit one random zombie, just a regular zombie. Car is brand new. I hit him and it was like he was a concrete pillar in the ground. I hit him and my car went bam! It <laughs> went up like an A-team thing, okay? And we just went straight up in the air and then did this, right? It did this, it did this, and then slammed on the ground and exploded. Right, I don't know how my guy got out. I was almost dead. I had like a smidgen of health left. I had a horde of zombies come at me. I had to ah, ah, like kill them all. Okay, and then walk my ass in the dark. Okay, way back to get another another vehicle. This took me about twenty minutes to complete. Okay, it took me two seconds to destroy the car, and it was all because of a glitch. Okay, I get a new car. Okay, a new car. To drive back to the base, as I'm driving back away from the base, or going towards the base, 
I see a bloater <clears throat> on the right side of the screen. You see a little emblem in the uh, in the in the radar minimap. In the minimap, thank you. But apparently he wasn't there because apparently he was in the middle of the fucking street. But I didn't see him, so I ran him over. And then he makes this cloud of smoke, which then kills your guy. Okay, and I only had this much health left because he almost got blown up by the car the first time. So I pulled into my base, and I get out of the car, and my guy collapses dead on the floor. And I have to smash the A button because I think I was having a heart attack, and I had to, like, revive him or some shit. And then he, like, revive. I got inside and got him medicine as quick as possible. That was the only glitch, right? Two glitches. The glitch of the, the pillar zombie that was like a brick wall, okay, that I smashed into, and it flipped my car a thousand times. And then the second one is the guy in front of me wasn't there, Okay. Now on multiplayer, bugs all over the place, right? If you're if you're both in a car driving behind each other, you're like hitting each other, the car's gonna blow up, right? You have to take your sweet ass time. If you're going through something, the the flashlight kind of fucks up and like you can't see. All of a sudden, yeah, it's but, like pitch but see, dark. But these are all but these are all things that you know are supposed to be fixed before a game is released. Yes, they they had to release the game. Yes, because they needed another game on the platform. <laughs> so the uh, the games as a service thing for Xbox. People would start buying that. Well, I, I really think the way it works, and I have no proof of this, but Xbox said, look, we had this game pass. Two months ago, we released Sea of Thieves. You guys are next. Okay. Can we release it as is? And they're like, well, we still got some bugs and, and, and glitches to fix. Yeah, but is your game ready to go out for the game pass to make some money on this? And they're like, well, yeah, we can fix the small glitches. You know, what we can do, maybe we can release it early to some streamers. So they get it out there so we can see them play because the more people we give it to, the more people we can see playing, which is bigger than our, our in-game house testing service. You know what I mean? Like in-game house testing. So they released it a week early. And in an interview of one of the State of Decay guys, he said, yeah, I've been watching a bunch of streams and I saw some glitches and I was writing down notes so we can start getting that you know, on a patch. Now, we didn't get a day one patch. At least I don't remember getting one. Did we get a, a day one patch tweak? I don't think we did. And I... I really like the game. The game itself is very slow at times, okay? But then all of a sudden, shit hits the fan, and then excitement ensues, right? And you're like, oh, my God. One second, you're like, I have the best character in the game. He's maxed out. It's amazing. I'm so happy I'm using this guy because if someone attacks me, it'll be no problem. And all of a sudden, a zombie appears directly behind you, which I don't like, which I don't like. It did it in, it did it in one. It does it again in two, where all of a sudden you turn around. There's no one there. Right? Then you go do something. Yeah, I don't like that spawn bullshit. And then there's a guy who just spawns near you, and then he creeps up on you. Okay? So anytime you search like this, technically you should spin the camera around so you can see behind you. Anyway, shit happens, and you're like, oh my god, I almost died there. Like, you get overwhelmed really fast. And I love that about it. So, State of Decay is exactly like the first one. Now, there's things that have changed. You can't board up windows, and I don't know why they took this out of the game because I actually loved that aspect of the game because especially when you're playing by yourself, right? When you're playing by yourself, boarding up those windows helps you tremendously because it would hold them off just a bit so you can take off the one or two that were in the room with you. Then they would bust through the window, and then you could board it up again. And then because you could put like wasn't it like two or three boards per window or something like that? Yes. I just like that whole aspect of it. Now. Why, why would you take it away? I think I don't know why they took it away, but I think they took it away because I think they want you to play co-op. I think they want you to have a buddy in there to help you when you're overwhelmed. They want you to use that. They want you to use that thing. 
Uh, I started playing on controller because keyboard is so wacky. Yeah, the, the controller is nice. The, the game, I have no really, really no issues. I guess I'm okay now because I've been so, thanks Destiny. There were so many, I shouldn't say Destiny really. There hasn't been a lot of glitches in Destiny. It's been actually a pretty damn smooth game for the most part. But other games that are very glitchy when they come out because they're alpha state or oh, early no, access no, or beta. Put, you can't put Destiny in the same picture. Yeah, no, Destiny, I, for whatever reason, they're, they're masters of making yeah. a butterly, butterly, yeah, buttery, creamy, I, I, smooth. That's why I said I took it back. I take it back. Right. Uh, the 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 games out there so i'm kind of used to this glitchiness so there's a there's a couple of issues with the game as far as bugs multiplayer single player like i said i only had two glitches i'm really enjoying single player but at the same time because i played co-op with tweak and a couple other people i honestly don't like playing by myself anymore i like having that companion that's not an ai like that, that's got your back right there's someone to experience this world with and help them uh you know find a new base or or something like that so it's, it's really. I think I have one for you, Tweak. I think I have an extra eight slot backpack if you need one. Um, I like that right there. Like he wants a backpack, he can come in my game and I can trade with him. Like I can drop it for him. I can give him stuff. He can give stuff to me. Um, he can leave the world and be like, "Oh wait, you need a, you need a toolkit or something? Hold on a second. He logs out of my game, goes back to his game, grabs the stuff that he needs, comes back in my world and says, "Here, right," and drops it. Oh, we need bigger. You need bigger than eight slot. Yeah, well, there was only six slots, I think, were the maxed in the first game. I don't think they had bigger than six. So I'm really liking it, though. Um, the only issues I have is the zombies appearing, like, out of nowhere. If you drive really fast down the road, Sarge, you can literally see them dropping out of the sky. They, they spawn. Like the spawning. <clears throat> yeah, they spawn out of the sky. Right before they leave the screen. So, like, you're driving super fast. They'll drop, like, up here, and then they fall down. It, it's pretty bad that way. So, I love the, the the melee combat. The melee combat is it's fun. It's it's at the same time you feel like a badass when you're hitting. Like look at me, I'm slicing people up here. Three guys overwhelmed me. I took them all out. The the more you kill, the better your guy gets. Once you get seven stars, you get a um, you, you specialize in something, right? And then you when you upgrade them, then there, it gives you two options. It'll give you one that's more like sneaky and then i'll give you one like more badass right and it all depends on what you want what style and stuff you want to play um the upgrading the base there's a lot of stuff going on with the base mechanics man base mechanics yeah you, you run out of space really fast there's like i want to say there's like 15 or 18 different things that you can create in your base all depending on slots small slots large slots uh outdoor indoor uh, then there's mods on top of those. There's mods that you can put generators or water coolers that help uh, bring up morale and help things more run and more efficient. So if you put a generator in and you have fuel within your base, uh, the generators will light up and that, that one section will be lit up in your in your base, right? So if the med, med facility doesn't have a generator, it'll be pitch dark at night. But if you have a generator, it'll have lights or something there uh, to light it up. Now, there is, a, there is a glitch when you play with somebody, like the person that's in your world, the, your base is in complete darkness. Complete darkness for them. They have they can't see. It's just, it's a, it's a nightmare. Um, but other than that, uh, the, mods are, the mods are cool. The maps are gigantic. So how do you put lights up? You put lights up in your base? You have to run generators. Now, generators make noise. Make noise. Right. So the more noise you that's add, the more stupid. threat level comes up, but your morale goes up. 
right? So it's you fucking dumb. Well, it's a, That's it's a, a dumb ba- mechanic. It's, it's a balance, man. So I keep it Light dark. A candle, make a campfire. They, Don't make like, fucking make noise. So uh, that would actually be interesting if you find candles and make candles. That'd be actually a thing if they put in. That'd be interesting to do. You can't build a fire, and make light. Find uh, candles. There, I gotta, make, I gotta put generators on to call zombies <laughs> over. That's the best you got. I, I, I don't think they're tweak or or cowboy guys. Uh, help me here. Is there? I know there's candles that show up. <clears throat> I know there's candles that show up, but I don't think you can create a fire. I don't think you can create fires. So, in the game, you're supposed to eliminate these plague hearts. Okay, these hearts are these giant hearts that within the surrounding area they have this mist of red that when your guy gets close he starts to choke on it right and starts to get like a fever so you'll see this fever and when it gets to a a max fever then he's infected if he's infected he's only got two hours to live like an actual two hours to live if you don't if you don't treat him permadeath right he's dead so to get rid of these you do like maltovs and stuff like that me and tweak figured out a good thing last night c4 C4, I don't know if it's just one. Yeah, but it's not like, it's not like C4 grows on trees. Uh, well, when you wor- upgrade your workshop, okay, when you upgrade your workshop, you can create C4. All right, well, that makes more sense. Right, so you have, you have to upgrade it to, I think, workshop three. Yeah. Upgrade upgrade to Billy Bob's flower. Right, and you so, can make the C4. So somebody's like, I, I, I felt bad for him. He's like, watch my video on YouTube. I show you how to get rid of plague hearts the easiest way possible. Right, I watched his video, and he says all you need is three Molotov cocktails, and then put fireworks out front, and and whatever. I put a comment, just the answer. I put C four. That's your answer because you put C four down. You, you you walk away. You're completely gone, and you trigger it. Remote trigger blows it up. End of story. Because once you kill the heart, any infected around the area drop dead. Right. So <clears throat> before we had C four, you be in there, and me and Tweak are just nailing it we're shooting it with a shotgun we're being there's like 20 30 guys coming through the door and he's just fighting them back with the thing and i'm like <laughs> like shooting the, the plague heart and then they all drop and then then you're clear so it's yeah you catch yourself on fire it's a big mess c4 you walk in you drop it you walk out you get in your car you go <laughs> and you blow it up and it's gone so that's the way I'm doing stuff now. I'm not. I'm not using anything else but C4. So what's the fastest way to get to Workshop Three? <clears throat> you just need a lot of people. You need people, and you need um, you need gear. You need materials. You need gas. You need there's there's things to do to to help you complete that. Right. Well, I found a base that already hacks Workshop Three already created. I just need 200 more influence points. Okay, because I have enough people. You need eight people. And you need three thirty-five hundred um, influence points to open this this base up, right? It's got like eleven slots. It's got two large slots. It's got five can you, small can you slots. Make your, can you make the guys that you're not controlling at your base? Can you load them up with a bunch of gear so they can <clears> defend <throat> themselves well? Yes. Now I don't know how it works yet because when a zombie uh, uh, horde attacks your base, everyone's just shooting bullets left and right, and I'm like, are they wasting our bullets or is it unlimited bullets for them? I don't know. I have to, I, I want to go on the forums and ask. I don't know unless you guys know in chat, because it's a it's a blood fest. Everyone's like, bah, 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 bah. one guy's at the door and like nine guys are shooting fucking everything at him, and I'm like, ah, right, whoa, whoa, calm down. <laughs> it's like like you don't need to waste that much ammo. So yeah, but you can give them a, you can give them guns and stuff because once you get tired, you put that guy away and you switch to the other guy. It's much smoother than the first one. Okay. Um, 
Then there's different missions for different people. Like, they have different quests to go on for different people. There's a main storyline that I haven't touched yet, so I really don't know. Yeah, but how do you switch all the gear? If you get the better backpack on the guy, does, do you have to switch everything over to the other guy you switched <laughs> over to, or does it just switch the gear over? No. So if I leave the guy on Watkins, Watkins is my leader of my town. I have an eight backpack on him. I got a, a scar weapon with him. I got the, the muzzle on it. I got the I got all the all the best things for him. When I switch off him and go to somebody else, if I didn't take that stuff off him, it's on him. It stays on him. All right. So if I only have one eight slot backpack, obviously I'm gonna take it off him, put it in the thing, and then bring my other guy in and then switch backpacks to grab that. Right? You can swap every time, right? Just like Tweak just said. Um but that's annoying. Now I have enough. It eight, is annoying. Now I have enough eight slot backpacks and enough weapons where now I've started to skill certain people with blunt weapons and certain people with 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 swords and sharp weapons and the other people with good guns because they're a better shot than somebody else, right? So I'm slowly. I I, I gotta think that you want most people with ha- melee weapons, bro. You don't want everyone <laughs> with guns and you're burning through ammo and and then they have to. You're, you're just calling more zombies. Well, that's why I have muzzles. I have muzzles, and I have a shit ton of 22 and 9 millimeter. right? I have over 100 of both of those. So I only take one shot. I'm not going like, bah, 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 bah. For the shotgun, I, I forget what shotgun I have, but I have a shotgun that's very powerful. It's maxed out power. So when I go to the anything that's big, I just go up to him and, and shoot him. Yeah, he's rocking a shotgun with a choke. All right, Tweak's got a shotgun with a choke, and he's just destroying things. So you'll hear my little pea shooter go off. I have a 22. It's like, he's got a fucking shotgun with a choke on it and it's like boom boom it sounds like he's like something he's got a grenade launcher going on so there's there's cool things there's cool things uh within the game like that uh so i i I do like i do like that uh that there's different weapons and then there's there's traders that come in for a certain period of time all right, so there's only a, there's only a trader in town for like 20 minutes, and if you go to them, they might have like. What do you mean? What, what do you mean a tra- oh, oh, a, a trader? A trader. I thought you said a trader. A, no, like, a, no, a trader. Like, like someone who's trying to betray you. No, not, 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 not a betrader. A trader. Trader. With a D. Yeah, trader. You said trader. Like you said, you said trader. <laughs> like it was somebody coming after you. Well, there's those two. There's there's people like that too, but there's traders. Okay, with a with a certain amount of gear that you can go and trade with them. Then you can trade gear with certain people that bring their their enclave. To be friendly with you, there's hostile enclaves, um, uh, which is there's a lot of stuff in this game, man. Some kid we played with last night, he, he was he had to be full of shit, right? He's like, I just bought the game, uh, you know, last yesterday. night, yesterday or whatever. He's like, I already went through everything on the map. I'm like, there's no way, there's no way you went through that whole one map in like eight hours. There's no way, there's no way, okay. I've been playing the game for 30 hours, and I'm, like, only, like, th- maybe three, four parts of the map. There's still a whole section up on top. There's no way. Um, good game all around, I think. If you like if you like zombies, it's slow. It's entertaining at certain at points. It's like Xbox has done this thing, right? They have Sea of Thieves, and then they have this, okay? And they're almost – they're completely two different games, but yet they're almost they're the exact same. Same, si- like same style, right? Like, when you sail in Sea of Thieves, it's very slow. It's very monotonous. You're like, okay, whatever, you know? Like, see, I'm shooting my little pea shooter. I'm taking out all the all the guys here. They get close to me. I'm going to slice them up, okay? Tweaks on the other side shooting everybody else, right? So I just like playing with people. You could take a lot of people out uh, easy with, with three, four people. We've only played with three people once, 
and it was a blast. We, we just, how much is the, how much is the game? Full thir- price? Thirty bucks. Thirty bucks for the standard edition. Fifty bucks for the ultimate edition. And for the ultimate edition, uh, you get two DLCs, so it's ten bucks a piece for each of the DLCs. One comes out in July. The other one comes out later in the year. Uh, you also get supply drops. You get certain certain drops. You get a car, uh, some weapons, some melee weapons, and that costs influence points. The first time you do it, it's free. After that, it costs influence points and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's totally worth it. Fifty bucks for the game. I, I I'm okay with it. I I like the game a lot. Uh, I want to play with more people, try more people. Uh, but the game is good. I know there's people out there that are like, well, it's a piece of shit game. It's very glitchy, uh, uneventful. It's not it's not fun. Those people probably even either didn't play the first game at all to know what it was um, or they just don't like these types of games but coming from myself who likes this type of game who played the first one a shit ton um, it's exactly like the first one but better right it's a sequel they made stuff better in the game they took some things out that I a little question about the, like the boarding up the windows and stuff like that but for the most part they did everything better in this game so check it out um, you want to see PvP raids that'd be interesting That'd be interesting. Like, I don't think they'll do it, though. Like, someone was like, I would like to see a, a multiplayer open world. I'm like, not going to happen. That might be State of K3 in five years, right? Like, like multiple people on the same server that can go PvP and stuff. Uh, there's more in this than Sea of Thieves when it released? Absolutely. You're right about that, Tweak. You're right about that. Uh, speaking of Sea of Thieves, I'm going to switch over, and we're going to talk about Sea of Thieves. The Hungering Deep is coming out. Uh, let me bring that up. Oh, hold on. <clears throat> All right, so Sea of Thieves is coming out with the uh, with the expansion, their first uh, DLC. It's called The Hungering Deep. This is what's going to be inside of it. Uh, let's see. Let me scroll down here. It's got new arrivals on the Sea of Thieves, rumors of something old, vast, hungry, uh, surfacing throughout the Sea of Thieves. Keep your ears to the ground and the taverns as a group of adventurers seekers calling themselves the, bl- the Bligent Rats. Is that right? Or the Bligent? Bligent Rats have already... Heard a few juicy morsels that could be stirring up below the waves. Dare you seek the truth? So they've already implemented the guy. Have you seen the trailer, Sarge? Did you see the trailer of uh... so the trailer for this? No, no. It's a, it's a cinematic trailer. Uh, there's a guy named Mirik. He's a old guy, bald. Uh, he's missing an eye. He's got like giant earrings in. He's missing one hand. And he's got two peg legs. Okay. He's a captain of a ship, which if you found in the game was on a, on an island underneath the water on one of the reefs. It's called the Killer Whale. And inside the captain's quarters, you see his picture on there. Now, that island is like north center of the, of the map, north, okay? And it's on an unmarked island where his, his ship crashed. He is on Sharkbait Cove, which is the farthest island southwest, okay? And he's on the south tip or southwest tip of the island. And that's where he washed ashore. That's where he's like living now. On, on Shark Bait Cove. You can go there and talk to him. He's belligerent. Like, he's literally just drunk as a skunk. You can't understand him. He's slurring his words right now. Um, so they're, like, teasing you right now. I, I went over there yesterday, saw him, uh, tried to interact with him in, in, a, in a way. He's speaking in riddles, right? Which I think he's literally giving us clues on what's happening, but we don't understand anything yet. So on the Shark Bait Cove, there's a whole story on the island about sharks, Right? So there's sharks in the cave, in the cavern pictures drawn, and there's blue sharks, and or there's uh, black sharks and red sharks. And any picture that's decrypting of stuff, red means bad, black or blue means good, right? So you can see a whole story happening in this cave, and we don't know what it is. 
But it looks like they, they sacrifice something to make the sharks happy because when the sharks come in, they chase in the fish into Sharkbait Cove, which is used for, like, chum. And then when the sharks get close enough, they stab the sharks, and that's why they, they kill them, and that's why it's called Sharkbait Cove because they bring in the sharks, and that's how they eat the sharks, right? Isn't it, isn't it called Shark Bay Cove? No, it's Bait. Bait? B-A-I-T? Yes, yes. Shark okay. Bait Cove, right? I believe it's Shark Bait Cove. I'm pretty sure it is. And so basically, this whole story is like summoning up now because now there's this beast underneath the water, right? We're thinking it's a, um, uh, what do you call that giant shark? Um, Megalodon. Megalodon. Thank you very much. So they showed a picture. Here's the guy right here. This is the guy that's on the island, okay? In the trailer, they show like a new crab. So there's a crab like walking across the, uh, across the beach. So I think there are going to be new animals invested in this. There's a drum that the guy is holding right there. Um, there's also a speak uh, a speaker system. So there's a blow horn or a blow uh, whatever you want to call it. It's like an air horn that you can speak further distances now to start to start speaking to other boats. Okay, so now you can start communicating with other boats, so you can incorporate stuff, so you can maybe join forces without, you know what I mean. So you have to do something together. In the trailer, it shows two boats summoning the monster by playing musical instruments. Okay. Don't know how you do it, but it looks like two separate crews are playing instruments on the boat and they summon this beast who's gigantic. Let me see if I can get a picture of uh what what he looks like real fast. Let me go to Twitter, go to Sea of Thieves. So there's they're implementing a lot of stuff that we already talked about. Uh Sarge, we talked about flags. Remember the flag system that we talked about about letting people know if you're 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 threatened or you're a threat or not. Okay, yep. so look at this. Look at this picture right here. All you see, look how big the guy is. Okay, and then look at the thing in front of him with the two eyeballs. Yeah, right? megalodon. I got right. You. So you're about the size of the dude's eyeball. I don't know how you're gonna fight this thing. You're definitely gonna need more more than one boat. So you're gonna have to have multiple boats. I think you're gonna have a harpoon. I think you're gonna have some sort of uh, some weapon there, that you can. There's gonna be there's gonna be a lot of Moby Dick references. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also you got a drum. There's a drum in the game for more musical instruments. There's a speaking trumpet, which makes you can talk to other boats. There's tattoos and stuff they're putting in the game and scars that you can customize on your character. Here's the flags. Now, you can be a pirate flag. You can be neutral, right? You can surrender by putting your white flag up. Right now, everyone's got a white flag. You can fly your pirate legend flag. It's interesting that you can have these things, okay? So they're also putting a new figurehead on the front. We don't know what the figurehead is. It looks like it's going to be a shark. That's just a blackout version of it. Yeah, it's a shark. <clears throat> and that's about all the stuff that they have there. Um, there's going to be some more quests and limited time events going on in the game. Okay, here's another picture of the how big the fish is underneath you. Right? That's your boat. That's one of his fins there. <laughs> so he's freaking gigantic. I can't yeah, wait. It's megalodon. I can't wait to see that thing come across the water while you're in your boat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak the heck out. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna die. Yeah, but you haven't seen the Kraken yet, fully yet either. So it's well, that's gonna be later underneath uh, one of the other expansions. There's gonna be a, supposedly it's rumored there's gonna be a Kraken raid where you're gonna have to fight him uh, to to beat it. Because <clears throat> right now you don't beat it. You just kind of get away fight them off right it's a ha it's a half-assed version of the, what was supposed to happen right right so i got you. <clears throat> but there's there's going to be 
there's going to be a quest line that's happening for a limited time. I don't know what that limited time is, if it's one week, two weeks, if it's from now to the next DLC at the end of June. But there's a limited time event. Once the event's gone, all the stuff that they brought in will stay, but that questing system and stuff will be gone, right? So it makes you play the game. It makes you it makes you play the game currently. Like you're like, I want to do these events to get certain rewards that you can't get, which is good because this is like Destiny, which they promised, which they didn't do. Where if I get certain gear during this period of time, and then six months from now I'm wearing it, and someone goes, "Where'd you get that?" You go, "Oh, well, I got it from this event. You can't get it now." That's just it. I I was an early adopter to the game. I played the game religiously. I'm a fan. Boom. I got the stuff that you can't get. Sorry. Um, I'm sure you can buy it in the store for 20 bucks. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. I'm looking forward to this expansion. I'm keeping my expectations pretty low, though. I have to admit, I'm, I'm keeping it pretty low because I don't want to be like, oh, this is going to be amazing! And then all of a sudden go, all right, they just added a shark, right? Right now in the game, sharks are running rampant. Like, if you go in the water, all of a sudden, sharks are surrounding you. So... This is what I like about games, right? Destiny did this in the very beginning with the Dark Below. And then they, and they stopped doing it. And they just stopped doing it, right? Where certain areas were, were starting to get attacked by the Hive, right? And I was like, oh, this is cool, right? They, they, they Defiance did it well. They had a story plot. They implemented stuff in the world. And then it was like leading up to that event. I hope Sea of Thieves continues this. I hope Sea of Thieves learned from their mistakes and was like, okay, we're putting this event in. Leading up to the event, we're starting to sprinkle a little little, little of crew, uh, clues in the game. Um, like they put they put him on the island. They have the sharks in the water. It's starting to make sense now. There's little things happening in the world. You're like, why is this happening? Cool stuff. Now, I hope they continue that. So each week leading up to the main event, you're like, oh, this is so cool. You know, that that that's the way it should be interesting. Um, I know you haven't played Sea of Thieves in a while. Is this going to get you back in? Is this event going to get you back in? This is this got nothing to do with getting anything back in. It just got to do with time, bro. That's that's so the only matter. thing okay. is this time. I got you. That's it. So, the, the 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 wanting to the wanting to play because it's it it will scratch the it, it will itch it will scratch the itch. That's that's what it is. It's just like I want to play Battlefield One. I want to play Monster Hunter. I like. I want to play I State like, of the Game. I like Battlefield One. Like I. You know, I, I well, you have to do what I do. You pick, you pick a day, and you're like, Battlefield One's on Thursdays. This game's on Fridays. This game's on Saturday. All right. Speaking of another game, we're switching. We're switching speeds to Call of Duty. We didn't talk about it last week. We're really going to talk about and just focus on two things. They got rid of the campaign completely. It was coming, right? And then they added a BR. Okay. Now the, that was coming. Now the BR is called Blackout, and I want to get your thoughts on this, right? So this is what they're doing with the Blackout. Supposedly, they're taking every map that they've ever brought in, or I guess popular maps, I should say, out of all the Call of Duties, right? And they're merging them as one map, right? So they're, like, stitching them together in a world, like, so if they, sort of like Fortnite, right? So they have one giant map, and then, like, Dusty Depot, um, you know, the Plague, the plague, um, the Swampland and stuff like that, they're all there. So think about each of those territories as a map within Call of Duty. So the map itself is one giant map, but then they take their maps and sketch them and stitch them into that one world. So you're going from one section to the other, right? That's the way it looked like that they showed. Let me see if they... Uh, yeah, let me bring this up. Okay, I get what you're saying. Go ahead. Recon requesting attack chopper cast. Here, hold on. Team can, I, going can I show this? Check fire. Check fire. Can I not show this on 
Okay, I was like... Kill all of them. All right, so this is what they show. Here it is. They show a building. Remember this building? <clears throat> so they do a fly-through. All the characters in the game from all the Call, uh, Call of Duties are in here from the single-player games. Okay. You get to be all these characters. These games are no secret. We play them too. But for us to even consider this kind of experience, it had to be unique and done in a way only Black Ops could I'm, do. I'm sure for all the BR and Call of Duty fans out there, this game will work for them. Our signature controls I think this is going to be huge for Call of Duty, this Blackout BR thing. Action that only Call of Duty can deliver. All in the biggest map we've ever made. See what's happening right now? the beginning. We're bringing to bear 10 years worth of Black Ops Universe features. Your favorite characters, your favorite weapons, iconic parts. I don't know, man. It seems very ambitious. And we're putting them all in one place. It seems very ambitious, and it seems very battlefieldish. And letting you navigate it with land, Yeah, because there's vehicles down. Yep. Something you haven't experienced before. See, they're putting the little spots all over the place. This is something totally new. This is doing Battle Royale the Black Ops way. I find this interesting. This is Blackout. Blackout. I, I, I find it very interesting. And a game mode like this, for me, will get me intrigued to play the mode. But I don't think I'll play it religiously, right? I'll try it out and look at it and stuff. Just because I am a Call well, of Duty. Either you're a Call of Duty fan or you're not. Right. I am a Call, Duty fan. Call of Duty with right. VR. I'm a Call of Duty fan up to Modern Warfare 2. Right, and then I stopped being. So I never played any of the Black Ops or World at Wars. I didn't play any of those. I think this is huge for Activision and Call of Duty because here, here's the thing, right? Fortnite is so popular right now because the kids that are playing it also used to play Call of Duty, right? They don't play Call of Duty anymore because this is like the hot thing to do, and you know what I mean. So once this comes out, I'm not saying Fortnite's going to die. It's not going to die in any way, shape, or form, but. What's going to happen is the people, populations populations are going to shift. Right, the population is going to shift because if this is Call of Duty gameplay and you have ten years of of gameplay and mechanics that is, is smooth, is flush, you know they know how to they make a game and they put it in a BR setting, okay, where everyone's going against everybody. It's huge. A huge chunk of people are going to leave the Fortnite or even PUBG and go back to their Call of Duty roots. Because that's the game they, they wanted, right? And then they didn't have a game like this. But now because their BR mode's coming out, they're they're gone. They're gone. Not just gone like, I'm going to chest it out. They're gone. Like, they've been putting religious hours into Fortnite. And now they can do it in Call of Duty. Now, Call of Duty, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, I don't know, is going to have microtransactions and stuff or skins just like Fortnite as far as reduce skins and charge people for them. I, I, I guarantee it, right? But a lot of people... Or we're going to move from PUBG and from Fortnite move here. Is this something that like you haven't played a Call of Duty game in fucking maybe maybe seven years, eight years? I think the last Call of Duty game I played with you was Modern Warfare 2, I believe. Right? Possible. So, I mean, I play Battlefield with you. I know you've always been a more Battlefield guy. So, what do you think about the campaign thing? And then what do you think about this this uh, BR? Well, just just by sheer data over the years, regardless how many people are going to bitch about it, 
that the statistical data shows that nobody finishes the campaign. Like they don't even play it. Like 1% or 3% or whatever it is, don't even play the fucking game. So there's no reason for them to put resources in it if you're not going to play the game, right? But now, of course, this is because they're they're able to have this kind of statistical data now. Whereas before, people would play a game, they bought the game, the developers don't know what you're doing with the game. All they know is they sold you a game. Right. Right. So now you have them detailing. They have detailed information that says that most people don't do the campaign. So there's no reason for them to spend money on it. Right. Right. Because they can still sell the game otherwise. So it doesn't surprise me. It's just evolution. Um, the BR thing. Uh, what, what I'm what I'm what I'm interested about this is the the mainstream flood of BR hasn't really been around that long. I mean, it's been around. But the full court press of BR hasn't really been around. And they're able to pick up, change direction, and pull out a fully blown BR game in probably 18 months. Right. Which is impressive. I'll say that. Now, if if it works the way that they say it does, which we always know it does not, okay? But if it is every map, every Call of Duty ever played is, is part of a giant world of you running around and especially since it's going to be everywhere for themselves, and and you know this 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 game goes coincides with that commercial. Did you see that commercial for the other game where it's time to get the squad back together? Did you watch that commercial? No, I haven't seen it. We're like, like look it up after the show's over. Like, like this dude's driving his car, and like the new game's coming out. And he's like, I gotta get the squad back together. So he goes to his buddy's house, puts him in the car, goes to the supermarket, pulls out the guy from work, pulls some other chick that he used to know, that he used to hang out with, and they're all in a car driving, getting ready to put. It's time to put the squad back together because. I think I if it was a Call of Duty commercial or Battlefield, it was one or the other. But this would be a perfect commercial in coinciding with it because that's what this is going to be. You're going to have people teaming up, and it's not going to be a uh, hundred people versus each other. Right. It's going to be groups of four or five people doing team matches across all the maps you've ever played in Call of Duty. This is probably going to be the Call of Duty guy's uh, greatest greatest dream ever. Right. That's why it's going to do so well. Because every map since the beginning of time stitched together for one giant thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the game's going to do well. Now, on top of it, let's see what they do with the BR. Let's see what they do with you know what. Let's see if that's going to be in the game. Right. Right. Is your old friend LB going to be in the game? Is it going to be a microtransaction waterfall? Like what? what's going to happen now? Because now you're talking about all the characters from Call of Duty, which means all the skins from all the Call of Duty. Right? right. So I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all if if Call of Duty copies Fortnite's fucking game plan to a T about making a good playable game, crisp and clean, good shooting mechanics, and then put skins in there to make the money. I would that that's that's what they're gonna do. That's that's the modem, right? That's that's the motive. Sorry, the motive. I'm looking up uh, the next story for us real fast. Sorry, at least eight. I mean, once again, I I, I personally am not really into BR. I, I've played many, many PvP games over the years. It's just not something that interests me. And Call of Duty interests me less because I've played all the Call of Duties I've wanted to play, <clears throat> and then I've stopped playing Call of Duty. Right. I, I've had enough of Call of Duty. What is this... Uh... What are we doing here? What is this? Uh, oh, this is the uh, gotta get the band back together. Got you. Call of Duty World War II live action trailer. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Dublis. Thanks, dude. 
I think the Call of Duty series might get rejuvenated because of what they're doing now. I don't neutralize. It's not it. rejuvenated. It's just make it on fire because well, it's BR time. Well, they are taking a big risk though because it's 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 very different than what they've done before, right? Now they also have the zombies in there, which is story based. It almost is like Left for Dead. Like each Left for Dead mission from point A to point B is their own little story that's going on, right? And that's the zombie modes that they have in there. Apparently, a lot of people like the zombie modes. I've never played the zombie modes. I just thought it was always ridiculous that they brought zombies into that into that genre of Call of Duty. Um, but I get it. I get it. They're hitting two two bullets, you know, two birds with one stone. So I'm not really a big fan. I probably will try this game out, but uh, we're definitely not going to be huge Call of Duty fans because Battlefield Five is coming out, and I have always been a Battlefield guy. Okay, only because Battlefield has always been and always will be about team play. Okay, so have you seen this trailer yet, Sarge? Have you seen the Battlefield 5 trailer? Yes. Okay, we're going to watch it again real fast. Okay, here's here's the trailer for, for Battlefield 5. The first part's cinematic, and then it goes into gameplay. Supposedly. No, it, it shows you, you see this stuff on the screen. Supposedly. There's so much stuff going on right now that they're adding to the game, and you just look at it and you're like, I don't get it. But tremendous stuff that's going in this game right now. Like right here, the girl grinding backwards, and she rolls and tucks and, and rolls, and you can still shoot. Hear the music? I love that fucking music, man. The AA gun is on the back of the tank. Right here is where, where you pick up the actual uh, gameplay. You can see the highlight around the gun that he's about to pick up. See? It's a little white, white little... Shoots the grenade out of the air. That's what makes the explosion. I love this part right here. Pa, 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 pa. This is amazing right here. Oh, I love it. That right there sells me on it. That right there. They said they said the explosion will knock everyone down. It won't kill. It won't kill your friendlies, but it will knock everyone down. Yeah, now, now that's great. It looks fantastic, but how is that implemented in the game where it doesn't make it annoying or inconvenient? That's that's the that's the balance that the, that people are worried about, like because if everyone keeps dropping it, a bomb like that only comes only the squad leader can call it, right? Right, right. It's commander controls. I got you from squad based combat. I got you. Right, but the difference is that you have to work together as a team, okay, to earn those points, to spend those points, to get stuff like that, okay. So let's say you're, you're you're pushed on a point on a main point of the of the of the of the map, right? And you just can't bust through. So your crew keeps 
we know our squad's going to do this. Okay, we know our squad's going to do this. So our squad keeps pushing in and getting points. We're working together, right? You're down. I'm, I'm reviving you. Another person's spotting. Another person's throwing grenades, supplying us. We keep doing what we're doing as a squad that we've always done through Battlefield, okay? So we keep doing our stuff. We get points, and then we're all of a sudden, we hear someone go, we can't push through this this one section where the barracks are. Hold on one second. Doot. Boom! Go ahead, you're clear, right? And then they go in, right? That is cool. Everything in this game, I can't wait to play the Grand Operations. The Grand Operations takes place over four days, not real life, but in game. <laughs> <laughs> if it was real life, though. Arma 6? <laughs> if it was real life, though, I still play it. Okay, so day one, it, it, it says it in, a, in, a, in one of the posts. They describe, uh, you're in, uh, I think it was Norway they were saying, okay? Your first stage, if you're attacking, you're parachuting down from an airplane. That's how you start the mission. You parachute down. Yeah. The guys down below are trying to kill you as you're falling with the AA guns and stuff like that. Once you get on the ground, you have to start taking the AA guns out. Okay? That's stage one. Stage two is now defending off the people once you get the... So let's say stage one, we only claim two or three of the AA positions. When day two happens, okay... It starts with us only at those three points. Okay, we've only established three points. Now we have to push from those three points forward to the next location. This is, this is all. This is all assumptions now. No, not assumptions. This is what people. They had a three-hour briefing with media, and this is what they all reported. They saw it. They played it. They saw it. Right. All right. So they pushed forward. While you're doing all this, okay, you're running out of ammo. You're running out of supplies. You're running out of materials. Okay. You can fortify things now. Now, the fortify only is not anywhere you want. They said it's not anywhere you want, but it's a, it's sprinkled all through the map. Hard right? points. There'll right. be hard, hard points, points on the map to hold. And so you can put sandbags and fixed weapon positions. Like, listen, <clears throat> I think that's awesome. Right. But you need to have enough people in server for that to be meaningful. Right. Well, Otherwise, you're just setting up hard points for no reason. Well, now, you, now you're going to be able to spawn on people, anybody in your squad. You're going to be able to look and see... Who to come in on because you can switch between cameras I, between I, them. I want more than 64 people now. Okay. You're going to be able to run out of ammo. And the only way you can get ammo from resupply is calling in a supply drop. Or, or the supply guy. Or, right, but the supply guy has to get the supply drop because he holds all the ammo for you guys. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you're telling me that the supply guy can run out of, run out of ammo? I don't think so. Yes. Yes, he has limited amount of stuff. Oh, so basically, basically now what's going to happen is it's going to be ebbs and flow in combat. It's not like you're constantly yes. shooting, 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 so, shooting. So, because if you're out of bullets, you're out of bullets. Right. And then you have to scavenge for stuff. So you have to find dead bodies in the ground, and you can take their bullets from them. Yeah, but how does the bullet thing work between all the guns? Does it, it mean it, just running over a guy, picks would, up any no, gun he yeah, wants, I, and takes out the bullets, no, or no, what? If you, if you pick up his gun, then you can take his bullets. If he happens to have the same gun as you with the same bullets, then same you can just take the bullets. bullets. Right. Okay. okay. So the medic, okay, is more rewarding now because, one, your squads are based on four people, not five. Just four people, okay? Oh, back so down to four? Back down to four. You can spawn anybody in your group, okay? When you're playing, anyone can drag anybody in your squad. So if you go down and I'm a support guy and you're an assault guy, I can drag you out of the way, bring you back to safety, and I can revive you. But when I revive you because I'm not the medic, Okay, your health doesn't go up all the way, okay? And it takes super long to revive you, okay? If you're the medic, okay, I can revive you and you 
get full full uh full health again and it's faster Okay. But there's no more throwing med kits on the ground. You're instantly healed. You have to pick up the you med kit. You have to give him the med pack, and they have to physically pick up the med pack. If I throw a support ammo down, I don't you know, man. That sounds like a lot up, of animations. That sounds like a lot of animations in the middle of a firefight. You have to pick up the actual ammo and stuff down the ground. We're going to see. What that's going to stop is grenade spamming. Okay, it's going to stop grenade spamming because once you're out of grenades, your support guy has to give you more grenades. Well, if you throw more grenades, then he's going to run out of grenades faster. Right, so then you have to call a supply drop in by working as a team doing something else. Yeah, but what's but what's less ammo? Because the the ammo that they gave you in the original games is how much ammo you 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 hold on to when you're playing the game, like a real battle. Like a guy who's got a BAR has got like five or six clips on him, and that's it. Well, so you tell me I got less clips? No, no, I no. Wait for ammo boy to throw no, me some you, more ammo. You probably have the same amount of clips that you have, but then the supply guy probably has extra ammo to give you, extra grenades, but he only has a certain amount in there. Until he gets to a supply point, I I I, I like it, but I, I don't think this is going to be a fast paced action game anymore. This is this goes more towards this Arma. Is, this is going to have does, yes. This, this is going to have this goes ups more and downs. towards Arma than it does a battlefield game. Yeah, so this is going to be ups and downs. So the release date's October sixteenth, uh, October eleventh. If you have the Origin access for members for October eleventh, uh, when will the open beta? There's open beta early in EA uh, in June. Okay. Uh, the setting is in World War II, the homecoming series since the departing of the original setting nearly 14 years ago. The reunion of the... Ha- it's 14... Yeah, so it takes place during the exact same time as 1942, the original game. Okay. Main features are you can construct and rebuild fortifications at objective points. The 64-player grand operation mode incorporates multiple modes across three to four match narrative like BF1 operation, but in a couple of twists. Uh, combined Arms provides four-player co-op via uh, procedurally generated missions, which is pretty cool, right? Procedurally generated missions for your four-player co-op. You can play by yourself, or you can play with four-player co-op. Battlefield is almost turning into Destiny. Think about it, right? They're going to have daily missions, daily daily fights that going on, and they're procedurally generated, so they're different every single time. Okay. Uh, there is no premium pass. Everyone gets all the maps. So there is no DLC. There is no season pass. They're going to have seasons like Fortnite. Okay? So during the season, they're going to give us a new story, new maps, and new things, a new a new array of things to do for two months, three months. Okay? So it's new every three months or every two months, I think it is. Um... There'll be no loot boxes. None. Uh, the classes, Assault, Support, Medic, and Scout, still the same. Each class will have the... Well, that, says, that says a lot, dude. No loot boxes at all, huh? That mm-hmm. says a lot. There No loot boxes. There are going to be microtransactions as far as the, the, the skins and stuff like that. Right, but purchase and I get. Purchase and I get. Correct. Completely different. Correct. Um, so each class will have their archetype to choose from. Though the loadout and guns, gadgets, passive bonuses, emphasize... Um, uh, emphasize a specific play style. An example shown as the paratrooper archetype for the recon class, which equips a suppressive SMG instead of a sniper rifle and silence your footsteps. There's a progression level in this game. Okay, so a progression level. Progressions mostly follows the familiar cycle of obtaining a player in class ranks to unlock additional weapons, vehicles, and gear. Everything is organized in your company uh, and the classes, weapons, and vehicles you've customized. Being introduced, the archetype loadout style spreads in gadgets, guns, and grenades. You will swap between each class to fulfill certain squad roles 
uh, during certain missions. Uh, new threats without having it entirely switch classes. BF5 will also award special items for participant participation in special events. So what are the four classes now? It doesn't say. Is there the, five classes or four classes? It doesn't say. Because I don't hear a lot of sniper talk here. No, they said I don't recon. Hear, I, I hear sniper weapons, but I don't hear like a dedicated sniper guy. No, there's a recon. Because yeah. if you need to have a medic, you have to have. You have to have an ammo guy. So that leaves only two more spots. So what are the two spots? You're going to be able to take your character and customize him. So if you have a recon mm -hmm. guy, okay, and you want to make him like a badass sniper, you're going to be able to get that gun, and you're going to be able to get the, the, the stuff that you want, but you have to grind towards it. That's what I'm saying. There's not going to be a dedicated class. No, it's, it's not whatever generic. weapon you spec out right. the guy with. There's just four bodies in the squad. Correct. But you can the way I'm getting it, is like I have a Titan Warlock and don't look at the Titan Warlock and things as assault support and, and thing. No, I just look at the guy. Right. So if I want to make a, a assault guy and then I want to assault like sniper guy or snow I'm sorry, assault like Titan, assault warlock, assault hunter, you can have three assault guys and they're each specced out differently. So all depending on what's happening in the in the world, you're like Oh, where it's tight quarters. I have a better guy. That, that might be interesting to see what kind of customizations might be in the game. So it says here. You're... But once again, we're talking about. Once again, we're talking about World War Two now. World War Two. Right? Yeah. So now World War One. World War One didn't have a lot of guns, but they got around that by putting different mods and different weapons and making it a different gun. World War Two doesn't have a lot of weapons. It has more than World War One, but we're gonna see what the depth of the weapon list is gonna be for unlocks in the game. Otherwise. What are we all shooting? Right. Right? Right. Because I know all the World War II guns from all the World War II games I've played. Maybe there might be like 25, 30 well-known weapons. <clears throat> How far down the list are they going to go is my question. Well, you had this problem with BF1 before we, we saw BF1. They came out with a lot of weapons, right? So, well, there's not a lot of weapons. No, it's, it's the, the same, same type. Gun, yes. Just with different, different, with a different right. perk set. So now, okay, so here it says the weapons and vehicles can also specialize in branching trees of attachments, such as a bipod, a bayonet, uh, tank mods, trades off, bonuses, drawbacks, uh, the selection of, of swappable items so you won't have to re rank each gun or vehicle to set your specialization. Uh, look at your soldier will also be customizable with male, female options, customizable clothing, face paints, weapons, or similar, uh, as each gun comes with several customization parts, stocks, muzzles, sights, and so on to fashion individually. Vehicles can be spruced up with camo patterns, sandbags, branches, boxes, and other, uh, other items. Assignments are also coming back to revamp the form. You can complete three daily order assignments refreshing every 24 hours that provide a payout of in-game currency, which can be spent on, on, on unlocks. You'll also be able to equip up to four special assignments, which will take longer to fulfill. So this is basically like um, the exotic bounties in, in D1. Right, so yeah, but, but I liked kind of the thing that they did in Battlefield One, where like your squad gets into a tank and there's a big ass thirty on the side of the fucking tank yeah. because it's our squad's yeah. tank. Yeah, like that kind of cool. I like that kind of thing, I, but like I, hope they bring I don't that sense back. that coming. I don't sense that coming from this. I sense it more like, do you, does everybody have to be in the tank for the tank to be effective again? I think is the tank not effective unless half the squad's in the tank? I think, I think they'll implement that stuff again in here, and if they don't, I think they'll get feedback real fast. And I think they'll get it in there as, as fast as again. Um, it says, EG, quick uh, requires a lot of skill and long uh, long grind, which is welcoming a bit of accessibility. Uh, so as long as I like, get 30 kills in one round with a shovel, you know what I mean? Like, And then get 50 kills or revives. This is just examples. Um, the modes that will be in here is Conquest, Frontlines, Domination, Team Deathmatch, and Breakthrough on top of the grand operations that they have. 
Well, like here, here goes my brain real quick. If the hard points are fixed, like the areas where you can actually build sandbags and right. stuff, can, I'm not saying you can like, level everything and then build it back. I, I'm up. hoping, I'm hoping like an area radius, not like just certain spots. No, it's, because, it's certain spots. But well, because if it's certain spots, then as a player who knows where the hard points are, I'm just gonna booby trap the parts where they can do the hard points. But there's multiple, then, there's multiple spots though. No, but there's multiple spots. So uh, Angry Joe asked that question. He said, can you build anywhere or is there, or is there hard spots? And the, the developer said there's hard spots, but they're sprinkled throughout. So if there's a base, like a, a house that was there, and you blow up that house, certain sections of that house you can build like sandbags and turrets and stuff like that. And then you can also build just off the side or whatever on it because it's just in case someone knows it's there, they'll be sprinkled throughout. So you can't cover them all. You know what I mean? So that's that's what he said. Um I like it. <clears throat> being, being, being able to build any kind of defensive fortification at all, pretty cool. There's there's episodic story missions, war story missions, just like in BF1, just right? Like BF1. So there's like, I think, what, like uh, 8 to 12 like different story missions uh, total in, in BF1. So they're bringing that back, which I like. I like those stories. Yeah, I only played them once, but... I played them. Well, see, this the game, the, the part of the game, the part of this that makes me get excited is I want to put together a team of people again. Like, right. I want to put together, like, a whole team of people, not just four guys. I right. want to put together a team, of, a whole team of people to be on the same team to play this game. All right, so this is what it says for Grand Operations. Grand Operations will take over a role of Battlefield 1 Operations mode. Teams will battle over multiple maps and modes across three to four days. The outcome of each day match will affect the days after it. The example given by DICE would see the attacking team parachuting behind enemy lines to destroy artilleries on the first day. They're actually they're actually spawning on the airplane and then jump down out like PUBG style. Depending on how many guns they destroy during that match, they'll have more or less respawn tickets and vehicles on the next day. As wherever artillery was left intact, wipe out uh, some of their forces. Uh, the teams uh, would... Enter another scenario on the third day, which would affect whatever happened on day two. Only if the third day ends in a draw does operations go to the fourth day, a sort of sudden death overtime called final stand. At this point, there are no respawns whatsoever. Squad members can still revive each other. Um, see details below. So the battle will also be wiped out squads while keeping you on feet until you're hunted down every player on the team. That's a mini BR. That's the BR system that's coming into the game, right? Only if there's a draw system, do they go to sudden death, and then it's my team versus yours, last team standing, right? No respawns. Medics can revive their team. That's cool, right? That That's that's what I like. Dice, Dice also mentioned that Grand Operations will use a testing ground for new modes, which could come to a regular rotation, we wonder if the final stand might prove a popular enough to become a standalone mode at some point, which might be the BR standalone. Whatever. Well, let's be honest. If, you're, if, if, if the battle goes as long as they say it's supposed to, and you go to BR mode, the last battle, the last battle is the last stand. Everyone's picking medic. Everybody's picking medic. Uh, sure, I, I would guess, but you would have to be. I bet you. I bet you. you do you want to make sure you got well, guys on. on the field? No, now. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I bet you they stop. Whatever you had at the end of day three, you would have to come in in day four. Okay, so once again, assumptions. No, no, assumptions. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that because I don't think you get to reset and repick because there's no deaths in, in, in number four. So I see what you're saying. Like at the end of day three, you come in and you're day four. I think if you're if you're coming in, I think you're the player that you are unless you died, right? In 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 day three. So as you come into day four, you can maybe 
what's what's the scenario? Die in, die in day three, so you can pick a new character for day four. You know what I mean? You're, I don't know. You're over you're overcomplicating it. There's no way. <clears throat> but listen, once again, it all looks good on paper. I'm excited. I'm excited. There is no official like um, map or map size, but I'm I'm sure they're just I, as big I, I as want, anything else. Yeah, but well, once again, <clears throat> if there's no if there's no DLC and everyone gets the maps that you're going to get. I want to hear about ships. I want to hear about aircraft carriers with planes on them. I want to hear about planes bombing other ships. I don't think you're going to get what you want, Sarge, as far as like taking off from the aircraft carrier. Yeah. I, th that's not going to happen. But it does happen. Why? It does Why? happen in Battlefield 1943, which is now backwards compatible on Xbox One. We can go play that. <laughs> uh, status effects such as uh, stance, movement, jumping, and bullet caliber. Uh will be a course further de dedicated so you can do that that whole thing where you're where she fell on her back and started pushing backwards and then rolled you can now do 360 degree like roll right so you can crawl on your belly i would i would love to see how that's going to work on a controller so you can crawl on your belly i would, I would love to see how that's you can work. roll on your back you can still shoot you can leap over a, uh, a fence and shoot while you're while you're coming down off the off the wall right so you can you can leap and then shoot know, when you're off the wall. I, I, that sounds like a lot, man. That sounds I'm, like I'm, a lot. I, I'm telling you, th this is but all the they have. The first, the feature list in this game now has reached biblical proportions. Here, here's the ammo resupply change. Okay, you won't spawn with all all your explosives or your maximum ammo uh, for most of your guns. To top uh, to top up, you'll need to visit a resupply station sitting at each capture uh, objective zone or chase down a nearby support team member. Okay, for the ammo pack. Resupply points will also be buildable VI fortification toolkit. Slain enemies will drop a small batch of ammo that can, can be picked up as as well. There's no word on any improvement of traditional plucking process or coding. So wait, is there an ammo crate now back on the on the on the spawn points like there only, was back in forty two? Only in the resupply zones. Now, fortifications, anyone can build fortifications, but the support character builds fortifications faster. Okay. So once you get to an objective point, there'll be a resupply place for you to get your, your weapons and other grenades and stuff, which will stop the grenade spamming, okay? So you have a minimum of your ammo on you. You don't have all your ammo on you, so you need to use your supply guy. Uh, the goal says to make the ammo collection and con uh, uh, controversies more important. Yeah, that's, that's, gonna, that's a huge, huge game point, man. After, after, fighting squads, after fighting squads, you need to make a decision. Get into another scrap with, with a depleted supply or retreat to restock. This also plays into two of the main designs throughout the ice uh, laid out. Getting players to rely on the sub-squads or squad mates more encouraging diverse class sections. Um, the healing has changed. Everyone, we already talked about the healing. Uh, you can drag people out. Uh, what's new with vehicles? Tanks and other vehicles are now tow stationaries uh, uh, emplacements, such as AA field guns by backing into them is unclear. So you can take a tank, go up to an AA gun, hook it up to your vehicle, and then start pulling it yeah, through. Once again, sounds great. It sounds, sounds great. Sounds amazing. You guys, you guys, you gotta, you gotta think about the animations required to do this kind of stuff. In the middle of me hooking up a tank with a cannon, what happens if stuff starts shooting? What happens? Is it going to fly into the air? Is it going to I don't know. spin? Is it going to? Is your guy going to glitch out? Like, hey, listen, it sounds awesome. Like, I'm all, I'm all for it. It sounds awesome, but you have to remember the logistics involved for that shit to work the way it's supposed to work. Hold on, I got the uh... okay fortification building. Every soldier will have a toolkit. 
which can be used to build sandbags, trenches, stationary guns, and other fortifications at primary bring back destroyed cover, rebuilding parts, flattened buildings to help squad uh, turtle out a flag, for instance. We won't be able to build anywhere. Instead, plopping down structures and preset locations, DICE has revealed that the process looks like how long it takes uh, or whether you need a special materials. Uh, they did say you will hear an audio cue when the fortification is destroyed for a side for providing cover uh, all act alarm systems. Uh, the feature helps counter the destruction of occurs over a course of a match, says DICE. Of course, uh, we want cool explosions to fling concrete into the air. But we also want a protection of concrete once provided, at least as soon as as implemented. So there was so much destruction, they decided to be able to, so you can build stuff. Because once everything gets completely nuked, there's nowhere to hide or nothing to go go behind. So that, now, that, now you can do right. stuff. That's right. That's what happens in a fucking battle. Yeah. So now now you can start start putting sandbags and shit up there and stuff, which is cool. Which is like uh, foxhole when we played foxhole and you you were in that in that. So. I don't know, man. It sounds it sounds absolutely the, the, the amazing. Is it right? The feature list is ridiculous. Yeah. If they if they bring back just if they implement everything they just implemented what they say into BF one, I'd be like, okay, great, thank you. Right? I'm I think BF one is a great game. A lot of people don't like it, but if you're a Battlefield fan, game. if you're if you're a Battlefield fan, dude, Battlefield one is amazing. Yeah, but, but, but once again, that game gets better. The more of your friends are playing it, oh, of course. Or that's people, how that game works. Or people that are the more people on your team that you know that you're on a microphone with. Go, yeah. where are you guys at? A, eh? all right, hold a. We're gonna come over there with it. Yeah. Like that's what makes the game the game. Yeah, that's what it is. Lots of stuff, man. I'm I'm excited to see this October. I want to see if I can get in on the uh, the EA June testing. That's what I want to get in on. So that's it. That's all the stories for today. Uh, we just got it in. Uh, so that's another episode in the can. I do appreciate you guys coming out and watching every single week at 8 p.m. Eastern. This is Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Um, after the show, we will be, I guess, Sarge's not playing with us. I don't know what we're going to play. I think I'm, uh, you know what? Yeah. I think I'm going to play Battlefield 1. We're going to play Battlefield 1 tonight. Uh, why not? I love that game. I love shooting people and getting, even by, when I'm playing by myself. So that's what we're playing. Um, if you don't watch us live here for the whole show, we will upload this episode this weekend along with last or two weeks ago, episode 128, also on the actual no uh, no no Overwatch anniversary event. I haven't played Overwatch in like seven months. Uh, but now nah, I don't feel like playing it. <laughs> I don't feel like playing it. Um, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll be live a couple minutes after this. I'm gonna end this show and then restart it right off the bat. So. We could do Sea of Thieves, Dupless, but I think I want to wait a little bit. I think I want to wait a little bit uh, for Sea of Thieves. Actually, you know what? I want to try something in Sea of Thieves. No, I'll play Sea of Thieves, Dupless. We'll play Sea of Thieves. We'll play Sea of Thieves. And then maybe I'll switch to, to Battlefield a, a little bit later. Uh, so, yeah, guys. Thanks for watching. I do appreciate you guys coming out. Make sure you follow uh, Sarge at Sarge McCluskey. Make sure you follow me at 30 and Still Gaming. And make sure you follow the show uh, at Jen underscore X underscore Gaming on Twitter. Uh, if you guys find any stories that you want to send, do a direct message to Generation X Gaming or Gen underscore X underscore Gaming if you have any news stories and stuff. Uh, other than that, appreciate it. I'll see you guys in a bit. Take care, guys. See you next week. <laughs> two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience 
Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.